The 700 Tapes podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not own the rights to any of the clips we will be using on this program. The 700 Tapes podcast will include adult language and adult humor. So if you're easily offended, stop listening now. In 2019, Jasperino purchased 700 VHS tapes at a yard sale for $35. He promptly moved them to a safe house deep in the outlands of the Arizona desert. If you're into nostalgia and you like VHS, and if you can find him, maybe you can listen to the 700 Tapes Podcast. It's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it The heat is too intense for it What good would common sense for it do? Cause it's witchcraft Watch out for those weirdos we are the weirdos, Mr. After the benediction of Pan, the congregation will strip themselves naked before the Prince of Darkness. They will dance orgiastically in a state of trance until cock crow, and then home in the dawn light to a cup of early morning tea. Now, man invented God. This is older than that. It's like God and the devil. I mean, it's everything. It's, it's the trees, it's the ground, it's the rocks, it's the moon. It's everything. It's nature. No. If God and the devil were playing football, Manol would be the stadium that they played on. I'm gonna cast a spell on Hear us. 
Aid us in our magical working on this May's Eve. Serpent of old! Ruler of deep! Guardian of the bitter sea! Show us your glory. Show us your power! We pray of thee. We pray of thee. We invoke thee! Listen to the color of your dream. What's up, freaks and weirdos? It's that time again. Welcome to the 700 Taste Podcast. I am your host, Jasperino. Joined as always by the man, the myth, the legacy. He ain't scared. Mr. Roman Alvarado. Woo! How you doing, brother? I can't complain at all. We are back from our Halloween excursions. Right. We are back to our normal intro. Right. It's kinda, it was kind of cool hearing that, huh? It seemed a little nostalgic, huh? Right. <laughs> um, the quarters have been called. Uh-huh. The spirit has been invoked. And we are ready. The circle is now closed. Uh-huh. We are ready to do some review of the craft. And I'm excited. Oh, I thought you were talking about the election. Shit, my bad. You know, uh, we're ready to, uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to cover the thing. Uh, the, uh, you know, the sun or something. Let's see. You know, uh, that thing. You dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> anyway, we will not be talking about the election on this podcast because we do not politic. <laughs> my eye twitching. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I just want you to know my eyes twitching not because of partisan politics, but because of our uh, the whole voting system. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Popular or, or, or unpopular? I don't know, man. <laughs> Two wings of the same bird. That's all I'm saying. They all want to take a shit on you. (laughs) That was funny. So, yeah, I am ready to talk. We're not going to talk politics on this episode. No. We're going to talk religion. Religious. Dude, I... Okay, so... uh, We'll get into this a little more when we cover the, uh, the movie, but... That invocation right there, that's dead spot on. Like, they cast a circle, they literally cast a circle there, like a magical circle. That's how you do it. Those are the words you use. I promise you, I was going to look. I, I was look, feeling that I shit. Was, I was waiting. I was like, hell yes. So, like I was just saying before we got on the mics, like, this is one of those movies that we can definitely, like, right. talk about. Because as, as, as much as this skims the surface, there's definitely some deeper shit. That's why, uh, that's why you, I put that whole invocation in. Mm-hmm. The, it was a little long, but I put the whole thing in there because we're literally in a ritual now. Gotcha. We cast circle. We're gonna, you gotta anyway. You know, mm-hmm. when you cast a circle, it's closed, and you have to release the circle before anybody can leave it. Damn. So that's the way we do things. Um, we are a VHS review podcast. VHS only. We review VHS tapes played on a VCR. Underneath my computer monitor, right in front of me, uh, we don't do Blu-ray or DVD on demand, Netflix, Voodoo, you do, who do, whatever you want to do, do what you want to do. 
We are Strictly VHS for you tape heads out there, broadcasting from the outlands of Arizona, where the weather's been pretty nice the past couple of days. Damn right. Big shout out, thank you to Manol. Manol. For uh, giving us some good weather. The actual god of Wicca, well, I'm not going to, I'm going to piss a lot of people off if I say that. The technical god of Wicca is Pan. Okay. That's the satyr mm-hmm. with the little pan pipe. Do, 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 do. I was going to say, like, nope, I'm not even, that, that would be insensitive. And uh, Pan is where they got the depiction of the devil, the classic Christian devil with the goat hooves and all that. Gotcha. Came from Pan. Okay. Because Pan was the pretty much the god of, of Wicca. Anyway, we're going to talk a lot of religion, I is think, that, here. Earth based religion. Was that a little. Political, little politicky, right there. No, in, in it's religion, religio. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so that's that's that. You said that's that. I'm Look. feeling, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm ready to get rolling here. I can see you tiptoeing around the garden off. a little bit. I am because I don't want to delve too far in because <laughs> I'll go down a rabbit hole. It'll be an hour and a half before we start the movie. Fuck it, and let's go, Alex. To, well, just to reiterate <laughs> what I want to talk about in the movie, so I'm trying to gotcha. hold off a little bit. I can definitely see the I can see the stops. You're like, uh, dude, I could uh, feel the energy when they were uh, calling the quarters. It was uh, so cool. That's badass. But um, we're fresh off our Halloween October spooktacular. Mm-hmm. Um, that was rough. I'm not gonna lie, man. So uh, I had contemplated taking a week off mm-hmm. and hitting this back, you know, next week. Mm-hmm. And but then I noticed that. This is, you know, November. We got Thanksgiving. I would like to take that Thanksgiving weekend off. Right. And I was talking to my buddy at work about it. And I was like, man, I want to take this week off because we hit it pretty hard in October. And uh, he was like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Then I guess we're doing the craft on a double down this then, weekend, right? Because <laughs> I was kind of bitching and moaning a little bit like, well, I want to take a week off, but I don't want to take another one off at the end of the month. But I really want to take that one off at the end of the month right. going into Christmas, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, don't be a pussy. Just do the episode. Because I'm caught up. I need a new episode. It's <laughs> like, all right. Yo, that's badass. So that because is... you guys demanded it. The wind beneath our wings. The wind beneath our motherfucking, <laughs> motherfucking wings. Motherfucking wings, baby. All right. Referring back to our first ever listener email on the air. The wind beneath our balls. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Soothing. We're here to soothe you. We're here to soothe your ears. We ain't going nowhere near your balls. But we're here right. to soothe your ears with some VHS review. Mm-hmm. And what have you been up to this week, Mr. Alvarado? How you feel? Okay, first off, I got, before we go into that, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys listen to all the Halloween episodes. Right. But I specifically hope, if you didn't listen to anything else, I hope you listen to the pre-show and the Halloween episode. That Halloween episode was probably the realest shit oh, yeah. you were ever going to get uh, <laughs> podcast-wise, especially from us, because we kind of pride ourselves... In that everything we do is raw and off the cuff and just right there. Like, we don't rehearse this. Right. We don't, you know, we sit down and we just start talking. That Halloween episode, though, I think I told you, we were supposed to start around 6. Roman showed up at my house at 10 and we just went. Right. And we went to 4 in the morning, guys. And you, I, I went back and listened to the Halloween episode and uh, I don't remember it. Like, I had to go back and listen to it because I didn't remember doing it. And I was listening to it for the first time with New Year's. Like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. I did say that. Like, <laughs> was it rough? It was rough. And we made it smooth. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Because to be honest, it was one of those, like, 
I'm going to listen to it eventually. We were dead, though. We were, we oh, yeah. were, we were fucking, we had been drinking and we oh, were blazed. Out. Oh, my God. Uh, and then at one point, I, because uh, I was trying to keep, so if you don't know what happened, my notes got ruined during the, mm-hmm. here's my wrinkled up notepad right here that I used anyway. My notes got ruined during the pre-show. Right. I had a bucket of beer on the table and it leaked all over the place and ruined my notes for Night of the Living Dead. So we went right into... We just played the movie and reviewed it in real time as we watched it, which was really fun. Right. But I don't know if we're going to do it very often because it was a, it's a challenge because you're watching the movie, you're talking to it. And you, you, you try to engage as yeah, much as you're watching then, it. So at one point, because I'm trying to keep it kind of fresh, I was like, so what do you think about that, Roman? <laughs> there was silence for me and you went, what? Because <laughs> we were both like, we had toothpicks in our eyes, like trying to keep our eyes open, trying to stay awake. And uh, I was <laughs> muttering on at some point. I Like I said, I don't remember half the shit I said. I'd go back and listen to it. But at one point, like literally, my face hit the mic guard, the spit oh, yeah. guard on the mic, because I had fallen asleep and I kept leaning forward. And <laughs> as I woke, as I came into consciousness, I realized I was halfway through a sentence. Oh, and shit. And I was like, what the fuck was I saying? I was like... <laughs> And that was, if you listen to the episode, that's when I was like, she found the music box, and that's what you do in these movies with the uh, Q-tip. And I was like, Q-tip? Q-tip. What the fuck? I'm like, okay, never mind. Let's move on. But that was fun. It was a lot of fun. Halloween was awesome. Definitely. Um, We uh, gave out some candy. I had my yard in full effect Mm -hmm. with the fog machine and everything going, all my zombies out, my animatronics. Uh, lots of we had lots of trick or treaters here. It was nice. nice. We had a big turnout. Nice. Gave out all of our candy. Nice. Uh, my daughter came over. She brought a big bowl of candy. Gave that out. Nice. It was cool because we had the uh, remember in time out, you, time out, time out. Did you get your candy corn? No, I didn't get no candy she, corn. She didn't bring you no candy no, corn. I feel bad. Damn son. I know. That hurt my heart. I know. I wish right I had there. some candy corn mm. for you. I know. Like, damn. All right, sorry. Did what you are, see it? Which one? Uh, the first one. The actual, uh, well, what's the, his name? No, well, It Chapter 1, I should say. The, of the remake? Yes. Or, yes. I've, I've seen both Remember when they were in the house, and it was like, scary, or kind of scary, mm-hmm. really scary, not scary at all. We kind of did that. I made a, a path through mm-hmm. my yard, so you had to walk through all that stuff. Gotcha. And then down the walkway oh, to shit. the front door. But I had my daughter was in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And the truck, my truck's tailgate was down, mm-hmm. and she had a bowl of candy there. So the trick or treaters would come up and get candy, and she go, "If you brave the yard, there's more candy at the house." Oh, so the braver shit. people got double candy because they got candy there, and then they would come up to the front door. And it's always the little kids that are willing to do it. Like fuck it, the more candy. Freaking older kids are like, "No, I'm cool. <laughs> like I ain't going through there." Like, it was funny, like because no. I had set up my. I have an animatronic zombie zombie named Rosemary. She's a little girl that eats a brain. Oh, I shit. had her setting like right at the end of the driveway, so she went off as you went by her. Oh, crunching on the brain, and then I had like a ghost hanging in the tree that went off, and uh, we had our jack o' lanterns lined up. It was really cool. But yeah, if you were brave enough to brave the yard and go to the front door, you got double double candy. Nice. So that was cool. It was a lot of fun. What nice. did you do on Halloween? So, um, if the listeners didn't know, I line dance. Yep. And um, there was a we had a line dance uh, extravaganza ish thing or <laughs> whatever, and it was a it was a costume thing. So, I didn't know there was going to be a costume, you know, like a contest or anything like that. But me being the you know the savvy person that I am, um, 
I dressed up as Loke Dog from, you know, yep. Don't Be a Menace. Well, that was Friday night. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, sorry. So, yes. I, no, like, no, go on there. My, my, my days, because we rolled right in from Friday into yeah, Saturday. We, did. we so, sure did. <laughs> doing that, um, after the um, line dance event coming here, I left here. <laughs> I don't remember getting home, but oh my God. I got home. <laughs> um, took out my hair here because that shit was yeah, killing. Yeah, you did me. while we were podcasting. Man, that shit was fucking my head. Because I was like, this pipe cleaner is grossing me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I had pipe cleaner in my hair to keep it like erect. Right. <laughs> so I get home, um, went to sleep. I wake up and I'm like, all right, well, I got to figure out what to do. Ended up doing a um, a trunk or treat. That's right. We talked about that. So um, I have like this badass like frayed jacket. It looks like uh-huh. a um, like a fur trader jacket, you know, mm-hmm. like fucking with the fringe and right, the hangs nice. and stuff. So I had that put on a badass hat. Some uh, I got some super tall moccasin boots. So I went as like a fur trader. Oh, wow. Everybody was like, "Oh, you're a cowboy." I'm like, "All right, cool. We'll go I'm with a cowboy that. on a steel, steel horse, horse I ride." <laughs> Hey, I um, it. let me ask you, I need an update. Dead or alive, yeah. Did your friend win the $500 costume contest? So there actually wasn't a costume contest. Aw. That sucks, because she was hell? badass. Yeah. Like, legit. And I took time out of my hard-working day to make sure right, her jacket was right. badass. Right. So when she got there, um, she said there was like five other people, and I guess, I guess the turnout for the actual contest um, was... Based on how many people showed up in, in oh, costume, that's so fucked up. with there not being many people, they should have done it anyway. She was like, "I, I fucking slaughtered them." She's like, "It was, it was, there was dang. no, there was nobody that was competing with me." She got the moral victory. <laughs> I'm like, "Dang, that sucks. That dang. sucks." But um, other than that, um, like this whole week has been like a fucking blur, to be honest. Really? Like, uh, um, like I was just saying, oh, off the off the mic, I watched um. It's called His House. It's a it's a movie on Netflix. Not to be confused with Him's Home. Him's Home. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Mac. <laughs> Which would be an awesome movie. Horror say, movie. That'd be say, an awesome horror say movie. Say Him's Home. Him's Home. <laughs> you want some milk and cookies? <laughs> <laughs> some of my bitch. Some of my bitch. Who you with? <laughs> Who you with? So the... Uh, the movie was pretty cool because it's it has to be based in like Africa or something like that, right. but um, it was about like some witch doctor voodoo hoodoo shit. Like it was it was pretty badass. Ooh e ooh, ooh ah ah, ah. <laughs> ding dang ooh well, I, I just hit my pinky toe on the side of this table yeah, here. Ooh, oh, shit. ooh e ooh ah ah. <laughs> dang right. No, but um, it's a pretty cool week. Um, the funny thing is, sometimes like it gets to the point to where like your week is so just like blah. Right. Like today, I was like, okay, I'll watch a little football, and then I know I got to watch the craft. You know, I was yeah. either I'll either watch it the day prior to, or like the last couple of weeks, you know, me and you have sat and watched right. it. So I was sitting there, I was like, okay, I'm gonna tell them because I was watching the Cowboys game. Yeah. I was. I thought they were gonna fucking win too. Fuckers. I've given up. He said, right. I've given up. So uh, I was like, well. <laughs> I was thinking, like, do I do I want a podcast today? Do I want a podcast today? I was like, hmm, we'll figure it out. And as soon as I got done watching the movie, I'm like, hell yeah, gotta go. Yep, gotta go. Like, gotta go, gotta go. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, to be honest, it is. Um, sometimes it's a struggle. 
But once we're here, right, it's all worth it. Look, like we're fucking in in the gun. You that know was so funny. Uh, as soon as we turned the mics off for when we were done with, with Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. as soon as we turned the mics off, I looked at you and I went, "That was cool." And you went, "Yeah, that was cool. Let's not do it again." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. The funny thing is, I wouldn't have had it any other way, though. Right. Like, right. Like, again, understanding the, the, you know, the festivities of, you know, just of the moment and the season itself. Right. I, like, I don't think it could have been any better. We brought it to you as only we could. Right. Real raw and unfucking cut. Right. <laughs> so yeah, um, I uh, I watched a cool movie yesterday. I think it was mm-hmm. uh, called Mortuary, or Mortuary Tales, or. It was Mortuary was in the title. I totally slipped my mind now. I think it was Mortuary. It was a uh, it was a uh, anthology movie. Oh, nice! And it said like five different tales. It had a nice little twist ending to it. I enjoyed it. Nice. So that's about all I watched. So anyway. So I like I like anthology movies. I do too. They're a lot of fun. Or I can't even say movies. I would say series of movies you know because it's usually what four stories or something like yeah, that yeah right? this one had five they kind of squeezed them in but one was nice. really short so I'm like the, I like to see how they make sense and then don't make sense like I like to see and I especially like the ones that kind of bleed into each other right like trick or treat does that really right. well right I think the first anthology movie that I can even think of is like the anti-matrix Oh, the Animatrix. That mm-hmm. was cool. And the reason I say the Anti-Matrix, because it's people like the Animatrix. You know, Animatrix. What right. is that? I, I don't... Yeah, it's always weird, because it's like, is it is it because it's anime? It's like, no, it's not anime. It's... Animated. Yeah, I'm like, it's... Whatever. That right. one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> that one. But, um... The Creep Show was mm-hmm. probably the first one I watched. Like, the anthology type. Gotcha. And they had also, like, Twilight Zone, the movie was like that. Um, old or new? Old. This okay. is like from Twilight Zone. The movie I think it was nineteen eighty six. Gotcha. Creep Show I think it might have been nineteen eighty five, but that was really that was really cool. Neither one. Oh yeah. Um, I'd like to get Creep Show eventually. That'd be a good Halloween selection for I can, next year. I can maybe. picture the, I guess the ghoul on the front or whatever. Yeah, totally. I did stickers mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yup. That's why. Right. Makes sense. So anyway, let's jump into this right now. We're gonna do something we call. Oh, we're back. The Tale of the Tape. In which I will read to you the back of the VHS tape for the craft. Devilishly delightful and deliciously wicked, a must-see for all. Sarah has always been different. So as the new girl at St. Benedict's Academy, she immediately falls in with the high school outsiders. But these girls won't settle for being powerless misfits. They have discovered the craft, and they are going to use it. Critics are spellbound, calling the craft slick, shrewd, touching, funny, and most appropriately, downright mean. It's a short one. Yeah, that seems real short. That was really short. So that is the craft. On the front it says, it's Carrie meets Clueless. <laughs> Give or take, yeah. Uh, uh, oh my god. 
Clueless. Was that Mackay Pfeiffer's first movie? Clueless? Yeah. Is he in Clueless? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, 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 he's not. Wait a minute. It might be the guy from Scrubs. I always get them confused. Yes. That's Donald. The from- it is Donald Faison. Yes. That is him. Because he, because he has a mole right here. Right. That that I've always thought I'm like, is that part of his mustache? But no, it's a fucking mole. Oh my god, that's funny. I love Scrubs, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, for sure. Fucking for sure. Doctor Acula. That was a recurring <laughs> joke on there. Because he was working on his book, Doctor Acula. <laughs> yeah, like that show. Like I remember watching it, fucking almost nightly. Yeah, and it had um. The second Becky from Roseanne mm-hmm. was in it also. Second mm-hmm. Becky. Second Becky. I like how in shows they always switch people out and they try to act like they didn't. Mm-hmm. You have dark skin Aunt Viv and then you got light skin Aunt Viv right? on the Fresh Prince. Lionel's on the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was there? With Becky's, of course. Um, I can't think of any other shows where they Spin did Spin City, it. they did. It was Michael J. Fox and they went to um, uh, The Warlock. Uh, fuck, what's his name? The Warlock. Yeah, Tiger Blood. Uh, oh, Charlie Sheen. There you go. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Was it supposed to be the same character? I don't know if um, it was or wasn't, but I remember like, that I never being watched the that boom, show. boom. I know in Spartacus, um, the actual, the first Spartacus actor, he ended up dying. Oh. Um, he had cancer. Then he beat cancer, and when they were going to start redoing the show, he ended up passing from cancer. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. So they swapped them out. So like the, if I'm not mistaken, it's technically like the third season. Like it's, it's to the point to where, you know, they overly say Spartacus, Spartacus. Yes. Me, Spartacus. You know, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Spartacus. That's me. <laughs> so you're like, oh yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Okay. That's, oh, you're Spartacus. Oh, okay. Right. That guy, Spartacus, you know, <laughs> again, it was like overly done to where you, you're like, okay, we get it now. Nice. He's Spartacus. Before we get too much farther into this, I, I digress. I, I should have mentioned that you can find us on social media. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Facebook under the 700 Chase Podcast. When you go to that page, you can also find the button to join our Facebook group, also entitled the 700 Chase Podcast. Mm-hmm. Find us on Twitter uh, under Jasperino at 700 Tapes. Find us on the IG tip on Instagram at 700 Tapes. Go to Instagram, go to our bio, and you will find a link there that will show you everywhere you can find us to listen to us. Also, it will give you a link to our Etsy page, so you can go on our Etsy page and buy some cool shit there, too. Nice. And that's that. Nice. So, we are talking today about The Craft. The Craft was released in 1996 on May 3rd, which is cool because in the movie when they're doing the invocation... Mm-hmm. It's uh, Beltane. They're they're doing it on Beltane because she said on this May Eve. Oh, she does. It was the end of May, so that corresponding with the Wiccan calendar, it's Beltane, which is like the wild party holiday of the Wiccan calendar. It's where they light the bonfires and they dance around naked and they do the Maypole and all that other shit. Oh shit! That's pretty cool. So, um, this movie stars Robin Tunney. As Sarah, Faruza Balk, my girl as Nancy, Nev Campbell as Bonnie, Rachel True as Rochelle, and Skeet Ulrich as Chris Hooker. Hooker? Hooker. Skeet Ulrich and uh, Nev Campbell would be reunited later this year, 1996, in Scream. Mm. Did you know that Rachel True was uh, 29 years old when she did this movie? 
She was supposed to be playing a teenager. So that's most. That's that's usually most. Well, of the rest of these girls were in their early twenties, like twenty twenty one. She's thirty. And she was like almost thirty. Yeah, it was kind of funny. A lot of fucked up things. We're gonna read the uh, trivia here. That's why, like, it's closer to Clueless too, because it said Clueless meets Carrie. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because all of them in Clueless, they were in their thirties. Right. <laughs> Trying to be high schoolers. But a lot of kind of shitty stuff happened to Rachel True. Really? Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in the. Uh, in the uh, trivia when we get to it. Gotcha. Yeah, she was kind of the redheaded stepchild of the whole production. Like, she got left out of a bunch of shit. And, yeah, it was really weird. And uh, the other actresses had to kind of rally and stick up for her to make sure she got everything she was supposed to get. Damn. And, yeah, it was really crazy. But um, this movie, uh, the budget for making it was $15 million. And it grossed in the USA twenty four million, and also worldwide twenty four million, which means it didn't get a release overseas. Um, I would call that an average kind of. I mean, they made their money back, but they didn't double it. Right. So, so we didn't get a shitty part two straight to DVD, which is good. I think that's good. Right. Um, I think that helps too. I think we're remiss right now to talk about this movie without talking about the current movie that's out, Mm -hmm. The Craft Legacy. Mm Hmm. You gonna? Are you filing a lawsuit? Say, I should. Or, uh, I should. Right. Yeah, you can make a little money off of that. Shit. But Sons um, of bitches. You and I were talking right before we got on here um, that we were gonna. You were thinking about watching it, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about watching it because because it was it was almost an homage to we watched some we watched um, Ghost Ship and then we watched Event Horizon. Right. So I was like, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. To you know watch this. And right. then the new one came out. Oh, and then Bill and Ted, of course. Yes. That was the big thing. It was yes. like, oh, that would be cool to do. And then you've put, you know, damper in my sails. Well, the only thing, well <laughs> don't take my word for it. I mean, the only thing I was saying was... You wouldn't I, have spent $10. I, I had really planned on watching <laughs> that movie for the podcast. So I could talk about it when we talked about this one. Mm-hmm. But I, the problem is I haven't heard one good thing about that movie from anybody. Right. Any everybody I know that has seen it has not had good things to say about it. So, if it had been a five ninety nine rental or a three ninety nine rental, I might have done it. But it's right. twenty dollars to rent it because it's still in theaters technically, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to drop twenty dollars on it and hate it. Right. Um, and then they had a deal on Vudu where you could get that and the original craft for twenty four dollars. But mm-hmm. I didn't want to be stuck with it. It was horrible. You know what I mean? I'm like Vudu. This is doo doo. Right. <laughs> doo doo. <laughs> What I really heard was it was just kind of, it was just kind of an in-your-face message, and I don't know, I'm I'm not really into that. I I don't mind there being social or political messages in movies, but I don't want a middle finger in my face saying, fuck you, you're a man, fuck you. You know, I I don't mind the, the message, but I don't need it blatant, like overshadowing the story or mm-hmm. overshadowing the, the point of the movie mm-hmm. just to make a... Just to make a, a statement, and I'm not really into that. But right. I'm not discouraging you from watching it or anybody else from watching it. I mean, go ahead and watch it. If you have, Shit. if you watched it and you liked it, drop us a line at 700tapes at gmail.com and let us know. Might persuade us. I might check it out eventually. I have a feeling, and this is going to be shitty, but I have a feeling in about a month I'll be able to look at it for like $1.99 or something. Hey. It's just, yeah. That's when we'll do it. It's called the rubbish bin. Right, right. <laughs> and I was really upset because when I first watched the trailer, mm-hmm. I was kind of excited because David Duchovny's in it. Right. I love David Duchovny, even though he looks like he's melting. Oh yeah, for sure. He's melting away as he gets older. But he's been he's been melting since Californication. Oh my like, god, been, yeah. 
totally. you know, like outside of fucking X-Files. Because right. when you think of David Duchovny, you always think X-Files. You know, it's like, all right, cool. And then you see like the progression of... Yeah, he is not aging well at all. No. Julian no. Anderson, on the other hand. Yeah. People kind of argue with me, but I think she's aging like a fine wine. A fine, fine wine. Yeah. She's in this really cool show. I wish I could remember what it was called, where she's hunting down serial killer. It was a series on Netflix. It was really good, and I can't remember what it was called. Uh, that, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Fuck, what is it? Is uh, Ratchet or uh, Ratchet? No, it's is... not. No, this was uh, a few years ago. Oh. It's a really good, it was a really good series, though. I liked it a lot. But anyway, um, yeah, I wanted to like it. I really, really wanted to like it. But even as I was watching the trailer, like, even though it was supposed to be kind of a, a sequel, because mm-hmm. there's a part where the girl's looking at the picture of Nancy, mm-hmm. like it's the next generation or whatever, but it seemed like the whole thing played out as an exact replica of the first movie, even down to the, we are the weirdos, sir, mister. Like, you know, right. it's like, why'd you make a remake and try to call it a sequel? Like, it's a reboot, it looks like. It's just, I don't know. That's Not how a- people felt about Psycho. Like when they did when they did the re, uh, the redo. Oh, Bates Motel. No, no, no. Oh, Psycho with so with um, Anne with Vince Vaughn as Norman Bates. What? Yeah, they Where redid was it. When was I that? think this is like ninety four or something like that. Oh, uh, was that the one with Anne Hayes in it? Uh, probably so. Oh yeah, but I, I remember it's Vince Vaughn. That was one of the remakes I refused to watch. So. And and it's they said it's the exact same movie, but with Vince Vaughn in it. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and it and it, it was terrible i think they got like a four out of ten or some shit of course like that. of course they did because there was nothing different about the movie other than it being modern time yeah try to put a twist on it or something i mean you know um, you want to stick to you know as as much of the original you know property as as, as you can right. with updating it giving it a good little facelift right. you know not like the new chucky shit oh you know? fuck that shit <laughs> or the 2010 freddy cougar fuck that <laughs> Kruger. fuck that fuck that <laughs> And again, I will say, fuck that. <laughs> There's only one Freddy, uh, and it's Robert Unglund. Yes. There's only one return, and it's of the Jedi. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, some trivia. Robin Tunney wore an auburn wig throughout the film because she had just shaved her head for her role in Empire Records, which wrapped up a month before production started on this film. You ever seen Empire Records? Mm-mm. I love Empire. Okay. If somebody asked me, what was the 90s like? Mm-hmm. I would hand them my VHS of Empire Records and go nice. watch this and then listen to the soundtrack. You just lived the 90s. Nice. I love that movie so much. Uh, we actually are going to cover that at some point. Sweet. I'm kind of, that's one of the ones I'm saving for a special occasion because mm. I love it so much. Um, Liv Tyler's in it. Robin Tunney. Um, crap, I'm forgetting everybody's name now. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Damn. Or Renee Zellweger. I always get those two confused. Mm-hmm. I think it's Renee Zellweger, actually. Uh, but yeah, it's a great movie. Empire Records is awesome. But she, yeah, she shaves her head in that movie, and I guess she really shaved her head. And it's funny, because watching the movie after reading this, I could tell through the whole thing that she was wearing a wig, and right. it bugged the shit out of me the whole time. It was so funny. Um, while researching the craft, Feruza Bulk became familiar with uh, Pan Pipes Magical Marketplace in Hollywood, eventually buying the store and continuing to operate it until 2001 when she sold it to uh, the managers of the store. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's badass. You know, it's, it's keeping well, it. Well, Farusa Bulk's thing. weird. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's weird. Like, for she sure. talks about uh, 
being really haunted and demon possessions and all kinds of crazy shit. To be honest, you can see that she's one of those people that wears her emotions on her sleeve. Yes. Again, and anything that I've ever seen her in, I don't want to say she's typecasted, but she is almost Bobby Boucher. The same, you know, (laughs) (laughs) foosball. (laughs) She showed me her boobies and I liked it. I will tell you though, in, in the nineties, because mm-hmm. Fruza Bulk and I are the same age. Gotcha. So in the nineties, she was like, I thought she was the perfect girl. Grrr. Like she was weird. She was kind of weird looking, but she was hot at the same time. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, I was all over that. Like I was all about this. When this movie came out, I was like, dude. Like, oh, she cast a spell on me. <laughs> so um, one scene involved using over three thousand snakes, including pythons, boas, water snakes, garter snakes, rat snakes. And a ten foot Amazon constrictor, even rare albino snakes. I that's, that's of course at the end, right. where her house is just full of snakes and shit. Um, Andrew Fleming states on the DVD commentary that a PG thirteen rating was sought. They followed all the guidelines to earn that rating, but in the final outcome, the film was rated R because the film dealt with teenage girls using witchcraft. But the fact that the film dealt with teenage girls using witchcraft is, I think, why they were going for a PG-13 rating. They mm-hmm. want it. And I think had they got the PG-13 on it, they're... The gross would have been higher. Yes, way higher. Because I think they would have got a lot more tweens and stuff going to see it. Makes sense. And there really was no reason for this to be rated, rated R. Yeah. There's no blood. Right. There's Oh, there's a little bit of blood. Our BBG meter is very low this time. Right. But we'll get to that, to that at the end. I'm like, there's... Yeah, there's nothing that even signifies, you know, why it would be an R rating. Right. I mean, there's a couple of rapey scenes in there, but other than that, I mean, it wasn't anything serious. Right. All the teen actresses were in their 20s at the time of filming. Rachel True was almost 30 years old. She was 29. Damn. So that's kind of funny. Um, although Manon, Man, how do they say the name? Manon. 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 Is a male deity in the film. The name Mano is a common French woman's name. The connection of this name to any deity or spirit is made up by the filmmakers. And um, there's that's, a little I more. I think that's cool. Well, I'm the way they did this, they were so accurate with the stuff they did in this movie, mm-hmm. they almost had to make up a deity. Right. Because they would have ended up invoking something real. Mm-hmm. And they did. I'll read more in the... Uh, in the trivia that some crazy shit happened on set. Oh, shit. The shots of Nancy being covered in bugs was created by wrapping a life cast of Feruza Bulk's head and torso in green screen material. The bugs were filmed crawling all over the casting and then digitally composed on top of a live-action plate of Bulk. That's the end where all the bugs are coming out. It's disgusting. Right. Um... There were plans to release a direct-to-DVD sequel focusing on Nancy. However, those plans were dropped for unknown reasons because they were smart. We just talked. Right. We just we just said. Did we say that on mic or off? I I can't remember. I think we were on mic. I I hope. I hope. Glad there was no sequel direct-to-DVD because that would have sucked. The funny thing is, we some shit just needs to be left alone. We talk so we talk so fucking you know so much. I don't know if it's on mic or off mic. But it's the same thing. How we were talking off mic. I remember this was off mic about fucking dust till dawn. Yes. There shouldn't have been any fucking... They didn't need to have any, you know, sequels or prequels or right. whatever the fuck you want to call them. What I, is it? Texas Blood Money and Texas then, Blood Money and The Hangman's Daughter. I didn't really mind them, though. They were they were okay. They were nowhere near as good as the original movie, mm-hmm. but they were fun. And if you're into that, the world of From Dust Till Dawn, then it's a fun watch. Because the, the first one's kind of a prequel... 
And then the, or I mean the second one. The second one's kind of a prequel, and then the third one's a real prequel, telling you like the origin story of Satanical Pandemonium, which I thought was cool. And Rebecca Gayhart's in it, so I can't complain. Gotcha. So, um, eh. yeah, yeah, but you, you they're you they're fun. You never want to, you know, fucking dilute the the properties like right. this right here. You know, like. Yeah, like I said, some stuff just needs to be left alone. But I think with the the money that it made, it probably yielded enough profit to say, let's not do this again. Right. <laughs> um, this was the first Nev Campbell feature film to have a huge worldwide release. Oh, so it did have worldwide I release. I guess. It didn't have worldwide numbers. Oh, that's weird. Angelina Jolie and Alicia Silverstone were considered for the role of Sarah. They're too old. Even then. No, Alicia Silverstone, maybe. Angelina Jolie would have had to have been Nancy, and nobody else could be Nancy but Feruza Balk. So. Right. It's funny, because you notice that I noticed this when I watched the movie. The girl's clothing starts out very plain and modest. Mm -hmm. Robin Tunney joking that the studio is getting worried about how dowdy they appeared in the first act. As their powers grow, it's reflected in their wardrobe becoming more flattering. Rachel True joked that as their powers grew, the skirts got shorter. <laughs> it, it is from, you know, the, it's like the saying, you know, good girl gone bad kind of thing. Like you see that transformation, you know. Right. It's it's Sandra D, and then you have you know Hot Sandy at the end, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Hey boys, <laughs> it is like that almost that progression, like nice. you said, as they get um, more powers. Yep. The funny thing is, as I was watching this, I was thinking that I think the movie's called The Covenant. Um, it's it's a it's pretty much the the boy version of this oh my god that's in the that's in the trivia oh shit yeah it is pretty much the totally. boy it's pretty much the boy version yep. of this <laughs> so it's funny because i'll show you when we get there there's a part mm. later on in the movie where they're all dressed really nice when they're going to see nancy in her new apartment mm -hmm. one of them is dressed almost exactly the same as uh ted's daughter oh, in shit. bill and ted face the music it's so funny <laughs> Um, the Katy Perry song Dark Horse from her album Prism is inspired by the craft. Wow. You can hear it now, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that song, by yeah. the way. That was a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it because it, it had that magical shit behind it. That's why I really was like, oh. It's... And that's Juicy J's in it, right? Dang, yes. Dang, yep. Dang, yep. Yeah. And I was like, because I remember listening to the lyrics and being, she's dabbling in something here. Mm. Holy shit. Oh. So, years later, Rachel True opened up about how she was often ignored by the promotional materials, despite being one of the film's leads. She was forgotten by press junkets until one of her co-stars phoned the studio to get them to include her. She was also the only one of the four actresses to not be invited to the MTV Movie Awards that year. That's crazy. At the same time, it's, it's not... You gotta think, like, if you watch just the movie, she's in the movie, but she's not in the movie. But she has some important parts in the movie, though. You know what I mean? Like she's so you got to think she does the lightest feather, stiffest boy. Yeah. Um, outside of that, she had she that has, whole storyline with that Rachel's, with, racist bitch. With, I'm like, it's two seconds kind of thing. And she's the one, but she's the one in the movie that you see really starting to even before uh, Sarah mm -hmm. Rochelle starts feeling kind of bad about what's going on about the shit they're doing. You know what I mean? But. In the end, she's she's also the one that was like, I knew she didn't have any powers. Like, you know what I mean? It is it. She's definitely overshadowed by just I think everybody else's story arc. Yeah, I'm like because you have to think you get to see everybody's parents. 
Except hers. You're right. That's true. <laughs> no pun intended. That's true. Yeah, Rachel true. Definitely Rachel true. <laughs> yeah. Rachel true also asked her agent to put her up for the role of Rochelle, but was refused because she was considered to be too old because she was 29. However, she found a manager who wanted to represent her and agreed to it on the condition she be submitted for the film. So she was like, if you can get me in this film, you can be my manager. Hmm. The funny so thing is, she, she really hasn't aged. You got to think she's in um, Half Baked. Yes. And she looks the same in Half Baked. Right. Um, she's. I've seen her recently, and she pretty much looks, looks the, the same. same. She's yeah. kind of like J Lo. Yeah. You know. Shit. Scarlett Johansson also auditioned for this film. You know who could have been in this? Huh. Um, fuck. What is her? Name? Uh, the chick that played Wednesday. Oh, Christina Ricci. There you go. She was too young at this point. Oh. She was still a little kid. She was still doing the Adams Family movies. Oh yeah, she was just yeah. yeah, she was way too young, but she totally could have because she fits that whole absolutely morbid. Um, and then what's her name from uh, uh, Newt? Damn it! Oh, from Aliens? Of... Yes. Um, she never did any more movies. Uh, Are you thinking of uh, Dakota Fanning? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. I'm she thinking was way of too she's uh, the klepto. She's, oh, Winona Ryder. There you go. Oh, that... Okay, sorry. Yeah, Winona. I think she was too old at this point. Was almost. she? Yeah. She was too old at this point. I'm just trying to think of 96 or 94, yeah. 95-ish, you know, around there. Um, Rachel True also... Um, early drafts of the script had Rochelle suffering from an eating disorder. Racist bullying was incorporated into the story after Rachel True joined the cast. Well, all right. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that helps because it's a black thing. Right. <laughs> it's a black thing. I don't know. You guys will get it later. Right. Robin Tunney's <laughs> character had a vertical suicide attempt scar. In Empire Records, her character has a horizontal suicide attempt scar. Oh. If you put them together, she has a cross. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Um... The film was shot mostly in chronological order, which is hardly ever done in right. Hollywood. Which is pretty cool. Um, a, oh, you mentioned this. A scene was scripted with Rochelle's parents, showing them to be very dull and boring, suggesting Rochelle is drawn to witchcraft because of the excitement as well. Huh. But I guess I got cut out or something. She doesn't have any parents. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time Feruza Balk portrays a witch, the first time being in The Worst Witch when she was a little kid. Oh. Have you ever seen um, Return to Oz? I have not. Uh, Feruza Bulk's in that, too, as a little kid. Mm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, she was she was quite a few movies as a child actress. What about, uh, you were saying something about, there was a, uh, about the, the Covenant. You said there was something somewhere. I saw it, and I, I couldn't find it. It is legitimately, like, almost, like, night like it is it is like the boy version of this yeah let me see if i can find it again because i read something about it uh check this out though this is the cool part i kind of save this towards for towards the end mm -hmm. an official website of the film said the crew had to return to the location a second time to complete filming interrupted by several weird occurrences that even caused witch consultant pat devon to raise an eyebrow as the fog rolled in at midnight, the four actresses used actual Wiccan rites and language to invoke powerful forces. 
Then, as Feruza Balk's character Nancy attempts to invoke the deity Mano, a flock of bats hovered over the set, and the tide rose dramatically, extinguishing the circle of candles. Witchcraft consultant Devin recalls that Mano, a, fic- a fictitious creation for the film, sounds very close to that of Mananan, the Gaelic god of the sea. Luckily, we weren't all swept to sea, she said. Um, every time the girls started the ceremony, and only when they would start the ceremony, the waves would start coming up tremendously fast, pounding heavily. Then right when Nancy says her lines, Mano, feel me, right at that exact moment, we lost power. It was a very strange thing. Yeah. So, I understand wanting to be authentic. Right. You know, but you def- you're definitely dabbling in shit. You know, for a paycheck, and that's not cool. Right. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people <laughs> oh, um, kind of <sighs> freak out about Wicca and witchcraft, and, and honestly, there's a lot of darker shit you could be into. And I know, coming from like a outside point of view, not like I don't know. There's a lot of darker shit you can be involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, witchcraft is pretty safe. I mean, it's. Uh, it's not something where, like, I mean, there is shit you shouldn't do and shit you should do, but, like, re- calling a circle mm-hmm. is usually pretty safe. There's not a whole lot. I think the fact that they were on the beach mm-hmm. near the sea and that something name was there. so much similar to that god, that probably had something to do with that, it. And but. you have to think they're calling four points. Yes. You know, Dealing with one of the elements very, very close. Right. Yeah. And as a Wiccan, yeah. or even as a pagan, because I started out Wiccan and I, I became pagan, mm-hmm. um, this movie does a lot for me. Like, every time I watch it, it makes me want to start practicing again. Gotcha. Like, or if I am practicing and I watch it, it makes me want to start practicing more heavily. Mm-hmm. Like, because it reminds me of the excitement that I felt when I first started practicing so, magic so walk me walk me through that real hang on quick. Let, let's okay. do this first i finally found your your trivia okay josh trank's 2012 sci-fi chronicle is often thought of as a male version of the story in chronicle three teens gain telekinetic powers from a crystal and get revenge on their oppressors with horrifying results oh so that's chronicle so that's yeah. the, so that this is that self-shot one with um uh michael b jordan I've never seen it. So it, it's uh, the one I'm thinking of has, um, it's not Shark Boy. Dang, I'm trying to think. Shark uh, Boy. So that's uh, Jacob from Twilight. Yeah. So uh, have you seen? Um, that's funny. <laughs> you said Twilight. <laughs> oh my God, no. Um, have you I seen? That album post. Uh, damn it! What is the fucking movie? Uh, Sky High. It's like the the. The superhero movie, uh, the teenager superhero movie oh, about no, I, them going I to high school. Nope, I have not. So there, uh, there's a guy in the movie called War and Peace, and um, is it W A R R E N Warren? I think yeah. Warren. Oh my god, that's last awesome. name Peace. Um, that's funny. He's the he's the lead in the movie. Uh, again, the one that I keep thinking that that's the. The male version of this. Chronicle? No, no, no. Oh. Chron- that's Chronicle. The one I'm talking oh, about, Michael thinking- B. Jordan, is Chronicle. The other one is called The Covenant. The Covenant. It's, it's about, like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like four male witches. They all have, you know, powers or something like that. Yeah, just pull it up real quick, just so you can see. <coughs> <it>. <coughs> Excuse me. 
2006. Yep. Oh, let's see. Where's the IMDb on it? Here we go. Because the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, it is... The Covenant came out in 2006, and it has... I don't know who any of these people are. But that's the movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's four dudes. Yep, we belong to it. It's even, dude. Look at this. Yep. It is the same like, cover I, as the. I craft. know. That's why I'm saying. This was totally made to be a male version of That's the. That's what I'm saying. It is the male four young version. men who belong to a New England supernatural legacy are forced to battle a fifth power, long thought to have died out. Meanwhile, jealousy and suspicion threaten to tear them apart. Dude, this is the same movie. Like it is outside of there being there's five guys. There's yeah. four girls. You know, mm, five but, guys. <laughs> Good fries, man. But again, it is it is the the male version of this movie. It's not wow. a bad watch. At the same time, it's like, eh, you're nice. so the craft. You've crafted this after You've craft. Crafted it. <laughs> that's funny. But that's that's funny to hear that the Chronicles. I would never would have put Chronicles in this in the same realm of each other. I've never seen that either. Like it it's it is. Nothing that I would even think of is the same. Hmm. This is like Mean Girls with Witchcraft. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. She's too young, too. Yes. She, she definitely. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Is definitely. Definitely Lindsay too young. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I ain't hating shit. Right. Do you think, girl? No, but to Go be ahead. honest, I, like, the reason why I, I like this movie so much is because... Um, I know the there's an ambiance around it. There's right. it, it's this feeling. It is this this uh, hovering like cloud that you feel. It is Dude. it is it is so grungy and they did so a really 90s. good job. They did a really good job of capturing. There's a feeling you get like when you first start practicing magic. Mm -hmm. The literally everything opens up to you. Everything looks different. Everything feels different. Because you're you've twisted not twisted you've shifted the energy movement around you because mm -hmm. that's what magic is, is yes and that's what magic is so nothing feels the same mm -hmm. and even after you stop practicing you don't look at things the same ever again I still look at stuff from a magical perspective or point of view saying like <laughs> oh that's really weird oh my you know? gosh you you are not you are not going to fucking believe this like I'm telling you this and you're probably still gonna be like what. So I was having this. I was having this thought today. Uh huh. Not even thinking that you know I was gonna watch the craft or anything like that. I was thinking, I wish things could go back to when I wasn't so susceptible to seeing things just on a regular day basis. Uh, you know, when it is when it is like it's Pandora's box. Yeah. Once you open said box, right? Can't, can't nope. close it. There's no going back. You know, it is. It is definitely. The, the way I put it into um, physical perspective is Thanksgiving time. You're at the kitty table, and then there's a grown-up yeah. table. Yeah. So, you're, you know, at, the whole time you're at the kitty table, you're like, man, I can't I wait. I can't table. wait to get up there. And then you finally get up there, and then A starts to equal B, and B starts yeah. to equal C. You're then putting things together that you've possibly heard at the little kid table. Right. And you're like, oh, I didn't know Aunt Barbara Jean and, and, and Aunt Maggie are actually – together they uh, I thought they were friends okay. you know you start to get the inside scoop on right. shit and you're like 
I want to go back to the kitty table. I now. know cousin like, Millie was a hoe. Right. <laughs> You're like, I, I did she she Millie rocks on any block. Shut the fuck up, Millie. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no whore. <laughs> I ain't no whore. The monster says he's got her. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things. I promise you, I was thinking about it today. I was like, man, I wish I could kind of go back to when things were simpler. You ever you heard know? of uh, Euro Twenty One Pilots? Which one? Which song? Wish I could turn back time. Oh yes, back to the good old days. Like my my my, my oldest, she loves Twenty One Pilots. Sleep, but now we're stressed out. Yeah. I do too. Those guys are fucking amazing. Yes. If you guys never heard Twenty One Pilots, go YouTube it. Pause. Go YouTube that right now, and then come back, and then you'll be like, <laughs> I want to sit at the kids' table again too. <laughs> like, so understanding this, like the funny thing is, me and you, you know, me and you have been friends for years. Yep, and. Um, I remember you saying you you telling me that you were dabbling in Wiccan, going into you know just being full right, full blown right. pagan. Um, I asked you about candles, and you were like, "Yeah, I don't blow up my candles. I smother snuff them. them. Yeah, yeah, snuff them. Um, because you blow the magic away when you blow." The funny them out. thing is, now even though I don't practice magic or anything like that, I I make sure I, I Fuck do yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. Because look, I I just when I was in Sedona, I bought some um uh some sage. Uh-huh. You know, I'm gonna nice. I'm gonna smudge at the crib and everything, but nice. haven't done it yet because I want my intent to be what it's supposed to be. Right. You know, I want to be grounded in what I'm supposed to be grounded in because understanding that that's something that's I feel like that's a, a different source that yeah. I'm connected with, and I yeah. don't want to again offend or open up even more so than <laughs> than what it is. So what's just, the cool thing is it all works together. Gotcha. It's all the same you know, it's like George Lopez. It's the same shit, you know. <laughs> you know, it's all it all works together. It's just we call it different shit. Gotcha. You know, like the smudging, it's the same thing as when you used to anoint the doors with the olive oil. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Gotcha. You're just you know what I mean, you could even use the same words. You're just gotcha. using the smudge because it's all God, if you if you're going the, the that route, mm-hmm. God created nature. Mm-hmm. Everything we use in nature for magical purposes is from God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's I it's all the same thing. Like, so I think what you were getting to is you were gonna ask me, mm-hmm. like how this whole journey for me started. Yes, believe it or not. Um, I think I might have. I don't know. I, I've told the story before, but I don't know if I did it on the podcast. But, mm-hmm. um. My ex was going to college, and she was taking a religion class, and she had to do a report on uh, some other religion mm-hmm. that wasn't Christianity. So mm-hmm. she decided to do Wicca. Mm-hmm. And then a guy that I worked with, mm-hmm. his daughter lived in an apartment complex, and the manager of that apartment complex was a Wiccan. Gotcha. So I was telling him about it. I was like, oh, my daughter lives... In this apartment complex and the manager, blah, blah, blah. So she ended up hooking up with the lady mm-hmm. and recorded an interview and had to transcribe it and everything. And then it was right around Halloween. Mm-hmm. So she was like, in fact, we're about to do Salway and it's one of the biggest um, uh, ceremonies or rituals that we do of Yearly. the year. Mm-hmm. You and your husband should come out. So we were going to go out so she could report on it for school. Mm-hmm. But I literally told people I worked with tonight because we went like Halloween, which is like we did the podcast mm-hmm. going from the 30th, 30th into the 31st, 31st. That's when you do Samhain. Gotcha. So on midnight on Halloween, you're you're going into that. You're mm-hmm. doing it. That's why we did. 
everything I do is magical. That's why we did the podcast the way we did it. Uh huh. Story be told, truth be told. That's, That's why, why I did looked. it that way. And I was glad that it, it ended up the way that it ended up. That's why we had drinks. Mm-hmm. That's why we had feasting. Mm-hmm. We had a big bowl of candy with mm-hmm. beer. Yeah. That's why we did everything the way we did it. I just kind of covered it with something else, you of know? Of course, of but course. But anyway, it was a magical working, and I think it worked out great. Definitely. I was literally telling people I worked with, mm-hmm. tonight I'm going to this witch ceremony thing. <laughs> if I don't come to work tomorrow, you need to call the cops because something bad happened to you. Like, I was literally afraid, like, they're luring us out there so they can, like, sacrifice us to the devil mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Like, I was, it was a real concern of mine. Definitely, definitely. That, oh, man, that these two innocent people, they're getting us out and they're going to knock us over the head. Look, I had the same concern. Oh, it's Father Lucifer. Uh, look, you know? I had the same concern <laughs> when I when I wanted to talk to you. Right. It's so I pr- funny. I promise you, because I was sitting in the car, I was like, this dude's pagan. Right. And. You're blessing yourself. I don't know. I don't, you know. I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but I'm so enthralled by this, and I want to yeah. understand. I don't want to be ignorant too. So I, I understand. Honestly, I blame I blame Hollywood for that. Oh uh, shit! You, know, you, you wouldn't blame all... you wouldn't blame you know the you wouldn't blame Christianity, the conditioning of Christianity. I do, but they got a lot of their ideas from Hollywood. Okay, you know what I mean? Like I blame Hollywood for every time you see. Wiccans or pagans in the movies, they're killing a baby or sacrificing a virgin or they've got hooded robes on and they're praying to the, the devil or, you know, they're trying to conjure Satan. Look, if we're going to keep... If crazy gonna, shit going on. If we're going to blame Hollywood for something, I'm going to blame Hollywood for racism too. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because what you see is what you get. If there's, a, if there's a criminal holding up a liquor store, it's a black guy or a Mexican. Yep. Let's just get straight here. For sure. And then those hypocritical fuckers are going to come out and be like, there's systemic racism everywhere. Well, motherfucker, where did it come from? Mm-hmm. You're supporting it. Yeah. You, you created it. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, I, Art imitates life, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I and digress. Then, okay, so then, well, even though, like, you get Wesley Snipes in a movie. Mm-hmm. He's the star of the movie, but he's got to have something where he says, damn, or God damn, that's whack. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be so stereotypical. Wait, or, like Event Horizon. Always, always bet on black. <laughs> Passenger 57. Look, Event Horizon, you're like, I'm coming, motherfucker. I'm coming, motherfucker. <laughs> and I meant to talk about that. Like, we talked about that a little during Night of the Living Dead. Right. Because it was never brought up, like his mm-hmm. skin color, which I thought was totally cool. But if that movie had been made now, oh yeah, he'd have called that bald dude a cracker. Yeah, or been he'd have made some kind of stereotypical, like, driven. why we listen to this thug ghetto, blah, blah, mm. you know, or it, it would have had to have been pointed out. If I'm not mistaken, it happens in the remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yes, absolutely. With it's it's either it either happened with Rames Ma- and Mackay Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer or yeah. Bing Rames, one of them. Well, he even says something about Ving Rhames being a cop, I yep. think. Like, what the fuck? But, yeah, it's it's totally... Pointed so, out. Here's what I liked. Mm-hmm. There was a Morgan Freeman interview. Mm-hmm. And they said, what do you think this country could do to combat racism? And Morgan Freeman went, stop talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, And I thought that was kind of cool. Like, mm-hmm. we're keeping it alive. Mm-hmm. If you just condemn the fucks that are really doing it... right. And just leave it alone and stop seeing it. Where stop it's shedding not, light on it. And, you know, and so the the way that this is just my thought when it comes to it, um, you have to deal with the issue. Yes. Head on. Yes. And after you deal with it, leave it alone. Right. That is it. Because right. 
it's the saying you keep beating a dead horse kind yep, of thing. Yep. But you have to kill the horse first. Yes. That is my thought. Absolutely. You know, uh, you know sorry, Peter. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like we were very close at one point. Mm-hmm. Like right around the end of the nineties, mm-hmm. into the two thousands, I felt like we were very close, like with diversity and everything. Mm-hmm. You don't hear diversity anymore. Nobody's talking about diversity. It's almost switched to the point where we don't want diversity anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why. You know what I mean? We're talking about segregating colleges again. California. Oh, fuck. Uh, I didn't want to do go. this. <laughs> California in this last election mm-hmm. damn near repealed their civil rights legislation. Wow. They tried. Like, the bill was on the fucking ballot. It got voted down. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. But how the fuck did that get on the ballot? Yeah. Like, that's... that's that's. They wanted to make it legal once again to discriminate on someone based on their skin color. Why? Why? So I think in this overactive society or culture that we're in to not be racist, Mm -hmm. we have somehow made it racist. Yep. And only humans could fuck something up that bad. You know? Like, you know, going back to the whole, you know, Wiccan thing, you know, Wicca, um, understanding that, like you said, like even in the movie, she Mm -hmm. says that the golden rule is is brought up and you know treat others as you yeah, know yeah as as you want to be treated kind of thing well that's the uh that's the wiccan reedy mm-hmm. is and ye harm none do as you will gotcha and it's pretty much the same thing like um that's what i thought was beautiful about it but it was a little too believe it or not i became pagan because number one wicca was too organized religion for me it mm-hmm. was too, we're too exact. It's got to be this way, this way, this way. This is why we do this. This is why we do that. And then there's Gardnerian Wicca. And then there's this other Wicca. And uh, we don't like this kind. We like this kind. It was very doctrinated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not into this. This is Christianity with more steps. Right. You know, I'm not into it. So <laughs> the other thing was my energy mm-hmm. was... I have a dark energy about me, and, and, and it's so hard to preface that because in magical working, dark and light don't mean the same thing. Gotcha. They even talk about that in the movie, too. Mm-hmm. Dark and light don't mean the same thing. Black and white, black magic, white magic. Mm-hmm. White magic is healing. Black magic is controlling. That's all it means. There's no evil. There's no good. It's all... It's all... Uh, it goes back to intent, Arbitrary, right? yeah. So... I have a dark energy because of my guardians and because of the goddess that I worship. Mm-hmm. And it offset mm-hmm. a lot of Wiccans that I met. Gotcha. Because they're all about light and love and magic and, you know, and uh, peacefulness and whatever. And there's not a lot of light in what I do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a dark, I draw from a darker energy mm-hmm. and it offset, it really bugged a lot of Wiccans that I came across in the, Oh, who's your goddess? I'm like, Lilith. What? Oh, okay. And then I don't hear from them again. Like, you know, it was was crazy. So I kind of lean more towards paganism because you basically do what you want. Like like I was saying in another episode, my reading went from do as, um, and you harm none, do as you will, to do as thou wilt shall be the whole of the law, which means I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. How you let that affect you is your problem. Right. I don't have anything to do with that. You know what I mean? And we'll talk about dark and light magic a little further on into the movie here. 
but that was basically my journey in a nutshell as I left Wicca and went to paganism because it was more broad gotcha. and it was more it wasn't as confining and just like I could bring the Wicca, like the blowing out the candle thing. That's mm-hmm. a Wicca belief. Gotcha. You're blowing away the magic. Everything you do being a magical work, that's a Wicca belief I brought with me. Because I could bring a little bit of Christianity. I can bring Definitely. some Wicca. I can bring Buddhism. I can use anything I want, mix it all together and call it my own. And that's what I have as a religion or a spiritual walk, if you want to call it that, because I don't like the word religion. So the, the cool thing that you know I always you know take from one of our you know many long conversations is you saying that Jesus you know just going back to my Christianity you know my Christian base um, because that's comfortable for me right um, even though I'm, I'm it's a reference point right that's that's the best way that I could put it is you know like you said a reference point um, even though I'm not a religious person that is comfort for me mm-hmm. um you were like look you know jesus was the first ma- you know magician yeah he was a magician he, he was the first magician the, the first f- rock star yeah he wasn't the first magician but he definitely was one of the, he was the most powerful one because mm-hmm. he was a deity mm-hmm. you know and in in man form he was a demigod mm-hmm. and and then I, the one of the things that the the, the the after saying that you said um he says it himself and these wonders you can do too yeah and greater and greater if and, that's not And he magic. always told, when he healed somebody, he always said, your faith has made you whole. Mm-hmm. Because what is magic? It's intent. intent. My intent in dealing with you was to get freed from this, mm-hmm. was to gain my sight, mm-hmm. was to be able to walk. You know? And that's why Jesus could walk on water. Mm-hmm. Jesus could control the elements. He told the storm to stop when mm-hmm. they were on the boat, and it Peace stopped. be still. Peace be still. Jesus came back from the dead. He did all that stuff because he knew... His shit. He the knew how to move his energy. He knew how mm-hmm. to do the magic. I am convinced the time that is missing in the Bible between when he was 12 and when he was 30, he was in Egypt learning from those magicians. He was traveling the world, mm-hmm. learning everything he could about magical energies and shit like that. And that's why he could do what he did. And that's why he tried to teach everybody, mm-hmm. you could do this too. Just sent fourteen ninety five <laughs> for my book series, two DVDs. 14 hours of training. You too could be an exorcist. <laughs> uh, Bob Larson. But I think, to be honest, I think that um, this is definitely, um, I don't, I don't want to say an intro to that, but it, it, it definitely, it gives you... It most definitely is because... Okay, because I, I didn't want to seem... I didn't, I didn't no, want that to seem... No, when this movie came out... Because mm-hmm. I was I was pretty heavily involved in church when this movie came out, mm-hmm. and there was all kinds of radio shows and stuff about it. That sales of like occult books and shit went through the roof Damn. after this movie came out. Damn, because everybody went to see it and it was like, dude, that's cool. I'm gonna check that out. Mm-hmm. And it is. It's very enticing. It's very. Now I've never levitated. Mm-hmm. I've you know I've had crazy. We've, I've we've done, tried it. I've done some crazy shit, mm-hmm. and I've seen crazy shit happen, mm-hmm. and I've been involved in some crazy shit. But I've never. I've always wanted to levitate, mm-hmm. but I never have. I've heard stories of people levitating Same from here. sources that I trust. Mm-hmm. Um, when they look up in the preview, I think they stop time, like the birds flying by, and it stops. I don't think that actually happens in the. Oh no, that's the new movie. Oh, they do that in the new movie. I've had shit like that happen to me. That's a story for another time, but I've made shit stop like that. Really? You know, it's craziness. Um, Before we get any further, though, Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and check out the trailer so when we start talking about the movie, we can go right into it. Gotcha. Here we go. 
Hey, if it's on video, Blockbuster probably has it. I mean, we have over 10,000 videos. Wow. I'll watch these fast and have them back tomorrow, I promise. Relax. At Blockbuster, you can keep your videos for three evenings, so take home plenty. And, and use our 24-hour quick drop. Do you have any children's videos? Sure. Blockbuster's America's family video store. You know, we have more kids' videos than any place else. And more movies, more nights, more fun. Blockbuster Video. Wow. What a difference. Now, when you buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1, you'll get Sonic 2 absolutely free. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains, embarrassing bald spots, no problem. It even slices and dices, makes thousands of julienne fries. But wait, you can play it too. This free Sonic 2 is a $54.99 value. You get two Sonics for the price of one. Sonic 2 fits easily into any tackle box. Made from a space-age polymer plastic for years of family fun. And pets love it too. Buy the Sega Genesis that comes with Sonic 1 and get Sonic 2 free. Act now. Wiener Dog Sweater sold separately. And now, coming soon to Video Cassette. kids at St. Bernard Academy. They were the girls who didn't belong. Whatever you do, stay away from them. Why? They're witches. But after years of being on the outside... Why'd you lie about me? I don't want to go out with you again. Please, stop begging. It's pathetic. Four girls are about to discover the dark side. You ever heard of invoking the spirit? Black magic. Things happen. I mean, this is it. This is real. Columbia Pictures welcomes you to the witching hour. Check it out. Her spell is working. Sit. <laughs> Do you guys have kids movies? <laughs> I love those old Blockbuster commercials. Oh yeah, when I heard Blockbuster, I was like, wow, right. wow. Something I was meaning to do from the beginning of this podcast, it kind of fell away from for some reason. I have a lot of those mm -hmm. that I like to play for the previews and coming episodes. But that Sonic commercial was hilarious. Oh yeah, that shit was funny as funny. fuck. $54.99 value. I was like, oh, you get Sonic 1 and Sonic 2, it dices, it slices, yeah, yeah, you know, Julianne awesome. fries. Right. <laughs> Dude, those games were fun. Too. Oh, man. I fucking love those man. games. It, oh. Like, I'm, I'm more than likely, because, like, this arm, my tattoos and stuff, uh -huh. it's, like, all, you know, childhood stuff. Right. Like, one of them, I have Mega Man. I got Bob's yep. World right yep. here. I want to get, you know, Sonic Tails and Knuckles. Hell yeah. You know, somewhere. Nice. Because I've always liked Knuckles. I thought Knuckles was, like, 
badass, but right. I don't think you can have knuckles without the other two. Yeah, you gotta have tails. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that if you want to talk about uh, the thing that was like the craft, mm-hmm. that song "How Soon Is oh. Now." That's the opening song for Charmed, the TV oh, yeah, yeah, series, yeah, for sure. which was totally a takeoff of this movie. And the producer of Charmed even admitted it. That was one in the trivia that I didn't read. That was one of his inspirations. He said, yeah, it was. A, he pretty much said it's a straight-up rip-off of the craft. <laughs> it's three sisters instead of four friends. Exactly. Kind of thing. I used to watch the shit out oh, of it. Yeah. I loved it. And if I'm not mistaken, the new Charmed is like, it's weird now because... I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it either, but just looking yeah. at the... How everything kind of spaced out. I think. There's another one where they switched people out because Shannon Doherty left and they brought in um, Rose McGowan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, they weren't the same character. But it's funny because they use that song by the Smiths, How Soon Is Now. A different band does it on this. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you're talking soundtracks, this soundtrack is fucking unbelievable it's it's grungy as shit it's so it 90s is. it's just like the empire Records soundtrack it's grungy than a motherfucker yeah, it's I was so like, awesome gosh, this is then there's so many people on it. urge overkill i think is on it um what's your face uh i should have i was gonna pull it up and go over it but we'll talk about it later but um and what i was gonna say was that how soon is now they couldn't get the right for that on netflix so if mm-hmm. you watch charmed on netflix now there's a totally different opening Wow. song and it just doesn't seem right like uh, uh. dude i can't wait to the end of this podcast because i'm using an extended 11 minute version of that song to close Damn. the podcast out so, and it's the smiths not the cover because it's all about morrissey baby oh we hate it when our friends become successful look at those clothes fucking love morrissey (laughs) anyway all right so the craft there were no previews on this vhs tape gotcha so this was like the real deal holyfield i don't know that because the the back of it seemed pretty quick too yeah so it it makes sense so no previews but we start with the altar being put up by the three girls uh nancy Bonnie and Rochelle are putting their altar together and they're saying some magical words. This is the word. This is the words. This is the power. This is the hour. I can't remember what they were saying. But um, after they, you know, it's got all the basic stuff that you see on TV for witchcraft. It's got the pinnacle and the candles and oh, when know, the, all the when all the pictures are like flashing and stuff or well in the beginning of the like they're putting on their table because they're doing their little they got like the athame. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knife yeah, yeah. laying there and all that. Um, do you know the difference between a pentagram and a pentacle? I would assume, you know, pentagram, of course, cir- circle with the star, uh-huh. turned specific. So it's the like the Baphomet head, right? Or yeah. the devil's head. Pentagram is point down. Gotcha. A pentacle is point up. Okay. And the pentacle, I used to wear a pentacle constantly. Mm-hmm. And I would always, if I met somebody that I thought, I connected with I would give them my pinnacle and then I'd buy a new one and then I'd do it again and like if I had been majorly practicing when we met you'd have one of my pinnacles now because it's people I make a connection with Mm -hmm. and that's a special thing to me because when you wear jewelry or something like that you bless it 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 becomes part of you your your energy is in it that's why I would give it away to people that I felt a connection with Mm -hmm. because it was almost like I was giving you a piece of myself and I was always also giving you some protection because a pentacle is for protection Mm -hmm. um the pentagram the 
the end, the end is pointing down because it's drawing power down into whatever you're putting it over. Gotcha. The pentacle is more for protection. So that's the difference between a pentacle. Because I used to wear my pentacle all the time. People were like, oh, I like your pentagram. It's not a pentagram, it's a pentacle. Uh. You know? <laughs> You noob, right? Gosh, fag. (laughs) (laughs) So then uh, they kind of do this pan up thing, and credits start rolling, and there's clouds. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was a cool shot, but then you realize the the credits are rolling through clouds because there's an airplane. Sarah's on the airplane because she's moving with her parents, and it's her dad and her stepmom. Because you find out later her real mom's dead. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're moving into a new house, and it's raining when they get there. They show the montage of. You know, the plane landing and the car pulling up to the house and going into the house. <laughs> Which, I thought this house is badass. Oh, the, yeah. I really like the interior. I love those rounded doorways mm-hmm. and all that. The way they did the paint job. Except the roof was leaking all over their boxes and shit. Which would have pissed me off, too. Because stepmom was all pissed off about it. So, it's you can tell that Sarah's the new girl. They're moving into a new house. Um... I put the house is pretty dope, but the roof is leaking. <laughs> um, and then... Um, Sarah, Rachel, or uh, Robin Tunney goes over and she digs out in one of the boxes a picture of her, a lady in a garden with a hat on. Mm. And you kind of re- figure it's her real mom and you figure out, you re- find out later that it is. Um, so she's going through boxes and this weird guy shows up at her door with a snake and he's like, hey, I've been looking for you. I got something for you. I got a trouser snake. You want a trouser snake? <laughs> I've got something in my front pocket for you. Why don't you put your hand in there and see what it is? <laughs> and she freaks out and calls her dad. And her dad comes down and the guy runs away. And then um, he's like, you okay? And she's like, yeah. And she looks down and the snake is still there. And it's like crawling up his leg and he kills the snake. Mm-hmm. So then we switch to him pulling up at the high school. It's your typical movie. First day of school. Every high school in the movies look the same. You know what I mean? All the kids mm-hmm. walking around. It's a Catholic high school. Everybody's wearing a uniform. And he's telling her, you know, you don't have to go to school today. You don't have a uniform yet, blah, blah. And she's like, can't just sit around at home. I want to go to school. So he drops her off. She said, and watch daytime television. Yeah, all that's a, yeah. I can't just watch daytime television. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> so then um, now we get our first look at Nancy, Bonnie, and Rochelle. And they're kind of... Um, walking around and they they do look kind of frumpy mm-hmm. right here and uh, Bonnie's really covered up because she's got the burn scars and stuff mm-hmm. but they're all just kind of frumpy walking around and um, they're talking about because uh, Bonnie's reading an, a farmer's almanac which is almost like a witch's bible that farmer's almanac is gold because it tells you about rain cycles and when the moon's going to be full and nice. like all the witchy shit you need to know to do your, your ceremonies and stuff. So um, she's like, the almanac says that something's going to happen today or something. Something new is going to arrive today. Mm-hmm. And she's like, maybe it'll be our fourth. And they were like, may the fourth be with you. Just kidding. And also with you. Because <laughs> it's Catholic school. So then um, they're in class, and Bonnie's in the same class as Sarah. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting in the back of the class, and she's doing the floating pencil gag it was, so that she got they were from. In French uh, class. Yeah. She's doing the floating pencil gag that she bought from uh, 
Silver Shamrock novelties. <laughs> <laughs> she it's her second favorite next to the sticky toilet paper. What about the dead dwarf trick? The dead dwarf trick. <laughs> I, I think that's a little too gory for you know for right. school, especially Catholic school. Yeah, and, and French class. <laughs> so she's she's got the pencil standing up on the desk and she's making it levitate with her finger. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of floating there and kind of digging into the desk a little bit. And then Nev Campbell looks over and sees her, and she's like, oh, my God, she's doing magic. It's pretty cool. She's the fourth. She's hot. I'm going to make out with her. She's kidding. Ooh. And uh, then uh, Sarah notices she's looking at her, and the pencil falls. And she's like, you ought to see what I can do with a broom. <laughs> Turbo. <laughs> you remember that? Everybody was trying to make the broom stand up. And then when Corona hit, oh, there were all those Facebook memes that said, None of this shit was happening until y'all started standing your brooms up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you should have had that turbo queued up. Oh, my God. That's with the broom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, oh man. Shit. So then um, the next class is chemistry. Mm-hmm. And she's supposed to have lab partners, and she comes walking in, and Bonnie is now sitting with Nancy and Rochelle, and she's like, look, look, that's her. That's her. That's her fourth. That's her fourth. That's the fourth right there. And then she comes over, and she's like, uh, can I sit with you guys? Because, like, they said I need lab partners or something. And <laughs> I put in my notes, I fucking love Feruza Bulk. She just stares at her until she goes away. And she's got, like, this look of disdain on her face. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's awesome. Bitch. So then she goes, uh, I guess not. I'll just go sit over here. And then, um. Bonnie's like, what are you doing? We need her. And she's like, for what? We don't need her. Blah, blah, blah. And then it's kind of a bitchy, you know, schoolgirl. I'm a bitch to everybody. Right? It's kind of my thing. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Skeet, good old uh, Chris Skeet. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Oh, Skeet, Skeet. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. <laughs> to the window. <laughs> to the wall. He's talking to Sarah. At lunchtime, mm-hmm. and he's warning her about those three girls. He's like, "Yeah, don't talk to them. They're witches." Oh, because in in French class, uh, dude was a dick to her. Yes, his friend. I can't think of his uh, him as an actor. I, I can't think of his. Yeah, name. the big nose guy. That's a big nose guy. That is legit. He's always like the goofy sidekick, best friend, mm-hmm. bro guy. So him being like the the dick in this movie, I was right. like, yeah, I don't know. So right. yeah, yeah. So he's telling her, he's telling her like, yeah, don't don't mess with those girls. They're witches. That's what the rumor is. Blah blah blah. So they're like flirty, flirty a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's like, so like I'm practicing football after school. Like you should totally come by and watch. And she's like, I might. So then Sarah's walking home from school and she's kind of stopping and she's watching football practice. Mm-hmm. And then the three girls come up. And they're like, what are you doing? She's like, nothing. They're like, oh, because sometimes the football players make their girlfriends come watch practice because it's lame. And she's like, oh, yeah, I, I totally wasn't doing that. Busted. I was just walking by and stuff. Busted. So then Nancy tells her, don't get involved with that guy. He's a creep, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can tell. Oh, wait, wait, It's from, like, oh, wait, because he, says, he yes, tells her. Yes. He tells Sarah Not that I know of any. He's you like, know, that, that one on the right, he's talking about Nancy. She's a total slut. Well, that's what I hear anyway. Not that, not that I know of, you yeah. know, firsthand or whatever. But you find out then that Nancy and him have a past. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, "Hey, let's go shoplifting together." She's like, "Let's go shopping." I know. I'm just kidding. Right. 
They're like, let's go. She's like, I don't have any money. And he, she's like, that's okay. We get a five finger discount. Plot hole. So I put, yeah, because later on she yep. pays for her merchandise. Definitely. I think she was saying she didn't have money because she didn't want to hang out with him. Gotcha. Anyway, so I say they go shoplifting together. And um, when they're walking, Sarah, um, Bonnie notices Sarah's suicide scars. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what happened? And she's like, oh, I... I went up the river, not across it. Right. <laughs> and Bonnie's like, ooh, you even went, the, you the, even right went the right way. So now, did you notice, as soon as she saw those scars, she's totally cool with Nancy now. Mm-hmm. They're like best friends. Like, Nancy thinks mm-hmm. she's cool now. Like, oh, she's suicidal. That's so cool. I, not only that, but I think it's because <clears throat> she has a visible scar. Yes. My scars are visible. Your scars are visible. Right. I think it's that outward well that was bonnie with the physical scar nancy Mm -hmm. though who didn't like her before oh now totally thinks she's cool i was thinking because she has scars well then rochelle asked bonnie how do you even know what the right way is because i just know but how do you know (laughs) it's kind of funny so then i wish magic shops were really as cool as they were in the movies Mm -hmm. because every time they go into a magic shop it's so fucking cool like with the candles going everywhere and it's Mm -hmm. dark and there's thousands of books everywhere and like old volumes and dusty books and there's always an upstairs or something hidden in the back it always looks like giles's office yeah (laughs) i will tell you from experience i said his name right right yeah from buffy yeah okay cool i thought so I will tell you from experience, magic shops don't look like that. No. Unfortunately. I wish they did because it's so damn cool and so damn stylish. It's usually a little storefront with some shelves and some bookshelves in the back. Mm-hmm. Very brightly lit. Bright colors everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can buy a lot of cool shit in there. Stones like Stones and... Candles. Mm-hmm. And um, there's one I used to go to in Mesa that had really cool Nordic statues you could buy. Nice. But I'm not into Nordic stuff, so it really wouldn't have served me well at all. But <laughs> they were still really, really cool. So me being a massage therapist, I would go to Lotions and Potions. Um, there's It's by, I don't know if it's still by Metro anymore. Yeah, they used to have one in the mall. Um, yes. So I would go in there, and it's pretty much, even though yeah, it's... That doesn't really count as a magic No, 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 though. but I'm saying even though it is um, like their... You can tell that's their uh, commercial stuff, right? But right. It, like, if I if I really poked at it a little bit, mm-hmm. I I can almost guarantee if I needed to get some kind of something oh, yeah. other than totally what is in their the their foyer, you know, yeah. their <laughs> the front part of their business. So, um, I recent not recently a couple of years ago, I had a. A rather impressive library of magic books. Mm-hmm. I sold them all. Really? Because I had convinced myself I was done practicing. Mm-hmm. And I had some good shit. I had expensive shit. Okay. Like, I made a lot of money off these books. Really? Like, I had some Aleister Crowley books and mm. like some out-of-print shit. And I'm kind of regretting it now, to be honest with you. I'm really... And Aleister Crowley is pretty much the, the big devil worshiper guy, right? Yeah, if you want and to say that. And I say that, that with, way, I yeah, say that with air, know, quotes. air quotes. He was known as the most evil man to ever live, which is bullshit. Was he supposed to... Did did he have a part in um, owning uh, the Jolly Green Giant? Because there was something they said that uh, whoever owns... What is the Jolly Green Giant? Ho, uh, ho, ho. No, no, no. I'm giant. saying the uh, oh. that... Um, 
Not the vegetables. Produce. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Really? Vegetables. Somebody. Del Monte or whatever? I don't know if it's Del Monte I don't or know not. It is. Whoever, green whoever. Giant. I think it's called Green Giant. Yeah, whoever owns the Green cool, Giant cool, cool. is, I guess, a devil worshiper. Oh, or really? Like I thought it was possibly the same. Let me tell you this right now. I know it's probably just a lot of. If you bullshit. run into anybody that tells you they are a devil worshiper, mm-hmm. they don't know what they're talking about. Gotcha. They're, they're not for real. Because anybody that is worth their salt that practices magic doesn't believe in a being called the devil gotcha. or a being called God gotcha. for that matter. There is no God. There is no devil. It's all energy. Um, we have deities that we worship, but we wouldn't bring them as low as to put a moniker on them as the devil. I gotcha. That's just somebody trying to be scary. Not, they may be dabbling in some stuff, but it's not an out and out there. There are no devil worshipers. That's Hollywood. There are Satanists. Gotcha. But Satanists are not devil worshipers. Satanism, if you delve into it, is the worship of self. You're worshiping yourself. Gotcha. You as a person. I. My energy. Mm-hmm. My ability. My stuff. Um, they. It's called Satanism because they view Satan, Lucifer, as the highest form of... Self-loving. Yes. Gotcha. Exactly. It has nothing to do with worshiping an entity named Satan. Satan. <laughs> it's it's laughable. It really is. When you rip all of the hyperbole off of it mm-hmm. and all the Hollywood away from it and all the Christianity away from it, mm-hmm. it's just like any other religion. Gotcha. You have shit you do for this, shit you do for that. You believe what you believe. There's no, I mean, maybe the Celts or whatever were sacrificing humans at one time or the Mayans or whoever. That mm-hmm. was dark shit. But it's not a regular, it's not something people do you gotta think in, in, in these day and times. In Christianity. Like, uh, right. You got to think, you know, with Abraham? Yeah. He was going to sacrifice his son? Was well, that Abraham? Jesus was the biggest human sacrifice of all well, time. Well, I about to say, come on now. You know, you know, yeah, and Abraham was going to sacrifice his son, and then God was like, just kidding. And ram in JK, the bush. I'm going to ram your bush. Ha, ha, ha. Anyway, um, yeah, it's all, it's all bullshit. It's all mm. made-up Hollywood bullshit. I've been practicing magic for... 15, 16 years now, mm-hmm. and I have never met anyone that was truly a magical worker that much less believed in the devil, much less worshipped them. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, we have deities that we do worship that are not... That's why I always say I'm hesitant to use the word demon, mm-hmm. but like my deity would be considered a demon, a mm-hmm. demoness. Uh, in some in satanic circles, she is the... Uh, Ma, the patriarch of hell. Gotcha. Um, she is the wife of Satan. Or in, Sheol you know, you know or I mean? whatever. Yeah. You know, hell, pretty yeah. much. Um, uh, not patriarch, matriarch. I'm sorry, matriarch. I, I know, I know matriarch. what you mean. Um, I remember I met a Satanist once, and he was like, who's your goddess? And I told him, Lilith. he goes, oh, a matriarch. Very nice. I'm like, oh, cool. And we, we got along. There's, there's none of this, I'm Catholic, you're Christian, so mm-hmm. we don't agree on this, or you're a Jehovah's Witness. Magical, it's not really like that among the pagan peoples, like because it's very open, and you're really allowed to worship or believe anything you fucking want. It's none of my business mm-hmm. what you believe. You know what I mean? If you want to worship the Incredible Hulk, oh, that's your God. More power mm-hmm. to you. I guess, yeah, you know? I guess I won't like you when you're angry, then. Smash. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> Somebody once told me <laughs> Smash Mouth. If you told me you were worshiping Smash Mouth, don't talk to me anymore. Just kidding. One hit wonders. Right. 
Oh no, they no, also have might as well be walking on the sun. I know that they got they're few and far between, but they are right. not a one hit wonder. So anyway, um so then they go to the magic shop and they're trying to talk her into stealing and she doesn't want to steal anything, but Nev Campbell is fucking stealing like a motherfucker. Oh Bonnie's man. She's like here, put this in up, your purse. Right? She fucking shoved that some candles. She shoved that uh three wick candle right up her skirt. I don't know where it went, but just kidding. Gone. <laughs> so anyway, um, so they start talking. Um, Sarah starts talking to the lady that owns the shop. I, now I, I will tell you mm-hmm. that is your stereotypical oh, magic yes. shop owner. Oh yes, for all sure. the way. The flowy clothes, the the hair, for sure. The demeanor. She's really nice, really helpful. Every yeah, that is your run of the mill magic shop owner. So with her, I wish they would have given some backstory to her. Right understanding why they go there you know whatever the case is they she kind of she touches on it in the end when she's yeah. like you know i didn't i didn't know any other place to go kind of thing yeah i wish they would have given because they don't tell her her name they don't say her right. name they don't do anything she's just there for five scenes yeah. and she does it. say her name but i don't remember what it is oh shit but okay so here's some more bullshit sarah buys two books and a bunch of candles and it comes to twenty dollars no, it was fifty. Oh, was it fifty? She says, she says okay, it's fifty. That's realistic then. She says it's fifty bucks. Okay, I was like twenty bucks. Psh, magic shit's expensive. No, nah, she was like it's fifty bucks. That's why I like doing chaos magic because that same candle that costs fourteen ninety nine at the magic store, mm-hmm. I go to Walmart and get for fifty nine cents. Oh, and black. it does, and it's the same shit. Oh, black is black. The only time I got my candles from the uh, from the magic shop. Mm-hmm. was when I needed like a goddess candle or a god candle for something, the ones that are shaped like people. Mm-hmm. Or if I was doing ritual and I needed the actual silver candle for the goddess and the gold candle for the god, because those were specific candles and they burned a certain way. That was the only time I ever really went to the magic shop for my candles. I was always hitting up the Walmart or the dollar store because yeah, it works the same way. Um, so then now they're hanging out in the city and they're kind of walking around. And they're trying to avoid like the beggars and stuff. So the 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 cool thing about the magic lady or whatever, I'm just gonna say the magic lady. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was like, I, I see yeah. you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I see you're not like your friends. Because she was like, I'm gonna pay for this, and mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, you're not like your friends. She knew they were shoplifting. Yes, I'm yeah, say she absolutely. Knew, she knew that. She and, absolutely knew. And it was in that moment, you know, you can see that she's able to disassociate her from, from the other three understanding right. you know because she she says later you know i you're the most you know powerful person or blah right blah, blah, you've got a very powerful energy that i've come in contact with right you and, know, they, so, and they're going to talk about that here in a couple of minutes and it, but it but it goes into what she said to old good old skeeter she <laughs> says you know uh he because he says you know i'm sorry those guys are being assholes and she makes a comment. Oh, you are who you hang with. Yes. She's like, wait, did you just call me an asshole? Did you just call me an asshole? So that's really? kind of alluding back to that when she right. says. That's cool. I never made mm-hmm. that connection. That's actually really cool. Because you are who you are, are around. Right. But she she disassociates them yes. in that with saying, you know, oh, you're going to pay for this. You right. know, kind of thing. So that, I'm glad I was able to, you know, connect Yeah, that those is cool because I didn't connect at all. That's funny. <laughs> so um, they're trying to avoid the, the bums and beggars and stuff mm-hmm. on the streets. And then the crazy guy's back again. He's got a snake again. He's like, you forgot to touch my snake earlier. I still got it if you want to touch it. It's slimy. Got another one. 
here's another one. <laughs> so then she's like, oh, God, no. And then she starts running away. He's like, hey, I had a dream about you. In my dream, you were dead. Ah. And he starts chasing her. And then he's running across the street to catch her. And he totally gets hit by a car. And his head totally gets run over by one of the wheels of the car. That was pretty cool. And then... But he oh. says he says um, I oh, I'm I know. in with the man or yeah, something Manon, like that. Yeah, I think does, I don't know if he says the name right then he and might there. Have said Manon, but I thought yeah. he said the man. I'm in with the man. Yeah, something pretty much like the devil or whatever. So they're all standing across the street and they watch him get hit. And they're like, oh my god! And they freak out and they run in this little park area where there's some shit laid out. Like you can tell they hang out there a lot. <laughs> it almost it almost reminded me of like the friend setup. Right. Oh. Well, it's the same time period. About right. They got the they got the couch there and the everything. The red couch and a little <laughs> pillow on the ground. So then they're freaking out like, I think we made that happen. Because I, I was totally thinking that car's going to hit him. It's like, I was thinking that too. And then Faruza Bulk is the only one going, yeah, I was thinking it too. That doesn't mean anything. And then she's like, oh. So then um, Sarah's like, are you guys devil worshippers? <laughs> and they laugh. And that's when that part in the beginning, like, no, it's God and the devil. It's everything. Like, mm-hmm. Mano is who we worship. And if God and the devil were playing football, Mano would be the stadium, field, that they're yeah, stadium they were playing. And the sun that shone down upon them. This gives me chills, man. This literally gives me chills. This whole thing. When Feruza Balk's excited, she's like, it's in the rocks, the air, the trees. It's everything. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. She's so fucking right. Mm-hmm. She's so fucking on cue with it. That's exactly how the energy works. That we, It's in every living thing. That it's, we manifest. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's funny because my son was watching that part with me and he goes, so it's the force? Yeah. And I went, get the fuck out of here. No. Like, it is... <laughs> The funny thing is with the whole force thing, like they had to go with the whole Metachlorians thing, right? Because the force was was almost a church. Yeah. Like it, like when when all of that came out, people were like, "Holy shit!" Like it 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 got real culty, really really fucking fast. <laughs> but I, it was just paganism. If I'm not mistaken, there's there's a documentary on it because there is. I've seen it. It's oh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh I think I've seen it too. If I'm not mistaken. Or at least I've seen some of it. Move along, people. Go back to your basements. <laughs> oh, but shit. It's true, though. Like, you can draw energy from any living thing. And mm-hmm. Even, got, like, this was the excitement that you feel when mm-hmm. you first start practicing and you're looking through everything new, through new eyes. I got to the point where you literally you respect every living thing around you because mm-hmm. it's all intertwined. Definitely. We're all... Um, What's that? Like, I depend on you, you depend on me. What's that word I'm looking for? Dependent? No. Um, <laughs> God damn it, my brain's not working right now. Circle of life? No, uh. Circle of life. Uh. My kids flipped out when they realized that Darth Vader and Mufasa were the same dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty funny. James Earl Jones? Yep, James Earl Jones. Mm-hmm. Drive Miss Daisy? Drive Miss Daisy. <laughs> Ride Miss Daisy. Um... But it, it is all so understanding that it is um, we're all in the same ecosystem yes. or, you know, we're all cohabitants right. of the same thing. Like like what you were saying, um, like I, I try not to litter. Exactly. Yes. Like 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 seriously, I, I it's it's so easy to throw something out the window. Right. But no, like if there's a trash can over there, it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a hundred yards from me right, right. here. Either I'm going to keep it in my car, I'm going to walk it over there. Yeah. That is it. Like, 
I won't like it's to the point to where sometimes I won't even set stuff by the trash can. I want to make sure that it makes right. it into the trash That's can. That's cool. Because just understanding that I'm not the only one that lives here for one. Right. More people should be like that. And and two, understanding that um, this is the, and this is just my thought process when it comes to um, equal and opposite reactions and stuff like that, um, or you sow what you reap, you reap what you sow. Right. You know, however it is. I try to make sure that I'm doing unto others as yep. others would do to me. You right. know, we can bring it all the symbiotic, way Symbiotic. That's the mm. word I was looking nice, for. It's nice. The symbiotic relationship we have with every living thing on definitely, this planet. Definitely. Definitely. And um I feel real venomous right now. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> symbiote. So then you find out that um Sarah's always been able to do things even though she's never really studied Wicca. Mm-hmm. Um she's like I would wish for rain and then like a pipe would burst and flood my room. Or I'd want there just to be silence and I'd go deaf for three days. And he goes, I try not to do that kind of shit anymore. Because, yeah, she, you find out that she's got, she's a natural witch. Like, she's a born witch. Uh, what's your name? Didn't like that either. No. Uh, Nancy did not she like did that not. at all. She's like, bullshit. Right. No, that didn't happen. So, and um, she storms off. That's, yeah, when... that's when she freaks out. And she's like, you guys... You guys are freaking me out. I'm going to leave now. I don't, she didn't talk like that. I don't know why I'm doing that to her, but it's such, funny. Such a Valley Girl right. teen thing. So now she's hanging out with Skeet again. Oh, Skeet, Skeet. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. He's, oh, so wait. That's so what this he is, wants to do. This is what kind of pissed me off about this whole this whole thing. She's like, look, I got to go home. I got to go home. Right? Right. The whole time. Yeah. Then they go sit over there. Right? Yep. And then my thought is, how do you know to go meet up with Skeet at... Lookout Mountain or, you right, know, right. wherever the fuck they were. They were, like, on a rooftop or something. Oh, yeah, or wherever. Because right? they were in his car later at that. Oh, there but, you go. Yeah, but they were, like, on a rooftop or something hanging out. But you you were able to meet up right. with them. How? Yeah, they had already made some kind of plan. Look, something. there's there's certain, there's little things that I was yeah. looking at. I was like, okay. But, but then you've like, been saying the whole time you got to go home. Right, and then, like, he kisses her. Ugh. They're talking, and he kisses her, and he's like... Let's go back to my house. My parents are home. She's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm saving myself from marriage. I'm just kidding. I have my purity ring on. I went to that dance with my dad. It was really weird, but I can't do anything now. It's it's like harvest time, and since I've been hanging out with these girls, right. she said that her period was coming, and so right. mine, mine came as well because yeah. we're all you know, symbiotically together now. <laughs> so it's that time of the month. Unless you know. you're ready for your red river wings. <laughs> so anyway... um. So she doesn't go home with him. So then the next day at school, she finds out that he told everybody that they fucked. And not only did they fuck, she was the worst lay he's ever had. And then Feruza Bulk's like, and coming from him, that's pretty bad. Again, oh. Saying, you know, that yep. shows that they had prior. Right. Prior. They got priors. Priors. So then um, she goes and confronts good old Chris Skeet Hooker. Skeet? Chris Hooker? Mr. Hooker. In front of the locker, she's like, why'd you lie about me? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then he embarrasses her because he's like, stop begging me to go out with you again. I don't want to. It's really pathetic. And then everybody's looking like she was begging him to go out with her again. So then um, we go to Rochelle, who's in swim class, mm-hmm. and she's dealing with that blonde-ass racist bitch. <laughs> And uh, she goes to jump, and the girl's like, shark! And then she, ah, and she belly flops into the pool. And then they show uh, Bonnie 
it has a painful skin condition and she's getting like a treatment done mm-hmm. and with like needle going her back and she's screaming ah! and then Bonnie was like the doctor told Bonnie's mom that she told him to get her his hand away from her fucking cunt uh. oh wait it's the wrong movie sorry <laughs> so then um, Sarah's having a dream about killing herself about her suicide attempt and it freaks her out and then we find out about because this is all like a montage mm-hmm. we find out about Nancy's horrible home life with her trailer park trash mom and her boyfriend her mom's boyfriend it, look it, it was a little reminiscent of natural born killers dude it was bad it's so bad <laughs> and <With> then <laughs> all you were missing was uh, <laughs> what is his name uh, fuck. Oh, uh, Woody uh, Harrelson? No. Oh, no, Brad Brad Pitt? No. Yeah. Oh, co- Natural Born Killers? The comedian. Woody Harrelson. What? Uh, fucking... Robert Downey Jr.? No, the... Uh, I can't What's think going of his on? name. Rodney Dangerfield? Yes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. The flashback scene from Natural Born Killers, yes. Rodney Dangerfield. You don't tell me nothing. You ask for my permission. Yes. Then you go up there and get that ass nice and clean. You know what I'm saying to you? I'll be up there to check on you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Nancy's mom is definitely dating, like, Uncle Touchy. Because uh, he's all over Feruza Bulk, like. Uh, and she's like, leave me alone. Oh, I, my God. I could not think of Rodney Dangerfield's own. name worth oh, come shit. Come on, stepdad can't be Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, that was dark. That was so dark in that movie. I'm gonna oh, yes. come up and check on you. For sure. For sure. So then uh the girls go on a field trip. Mm-hmm. And uh they go into the woods and they're kinda doing some magical working in the woods, which wait, is wait, pretty wait, cool. Wait, 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 you missed the whole bus ride. That's the bus ride, right? The field trip? Uh huh. Yeah, but you you missed the, the, the line. We are the weirdos. Oh, I guess I did. Yeah, it was in the clip. I know it was. That's why I skipped it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so yeah, they're on, well. First off, they're on the bus. And they're like fucking with the little kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, that's when they get off. He said, "Watch and, out for the weirdos." Yeah, and they're like, "We are the weirdos, Mister." And that smile that Feruza Bolt gives. Oh yeah. Stop my beating heart, man. You know why you like her? That's you, my look, shit. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. Okay. So. This person right here to the left of me. Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn. Okay. I would not be surprised if... I can't think of her name as an actor. Oh, yeah. I know you If she about. probably looked at this movie because... Oh, she totally had that same smile. She, that she, going to be on. honest, so uh, Feruza Balk, that's her name, right? Yes. She reminds me of, you know, like Harley Quinn. I could totally see that actress taking inspiration from this character. Because yeah, totally. it, it, it makes... It's that Mr. J, you know, yeah. I'm gonna do whatever I want kind of thing, you know. Right. Like, it is... when I, As I'm watching it, I'm like, if they could have did, you know, a, a Batman movie back then with her, I think she would have fit. Right. Not saying that she would have been the best, but I, I think she is Harley Quinn-esque. The other thing we missed here that I thought happened later, but I guess it happened here... When Rochelle's getting bullied mm-hmm. by the white chick, oh, they're I, in the they're in the locker room. Yeah, after when they get and dressed, she goes, "Oh my God, there's a pubic hair in my comb." She, oh, oh wait, it's just one of Rochelle's nappy hairs. Yeah, and then Rochelle's like, "Why, why are, are you, you so mean to me? Why do you do this to me?" And she straight up goes, "I don't like Negroids." I was, was like, like, 
dude. For one, I don't know what a Negroid is. Right. But I, I felt like this was supposed to be like a Negro and a humongoid. I don't know. Yeah, right. So Mongoloid. You, yeah, you want to put them together. Type thing. Great. Okay. I was right. like, oh, goodness gracious. Right. Like, straight up. Like, Punch her in the face. I don't like black people. <laughs> there you go. I said it. Yeah. Right. Dude. Oh, shit. And, the, dude, they gave her, like, the whitest, blondest hair you could possibly oh, yeah. put on a girl. Like, the blondest, blondest. Oh, my God. She almost started goose-stepping out. Right? <laughs> 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 vit, vit, uh, So, um, then, now they get off the bus, and they're in the woods, and they're right. walking around, and they're looking at everything. And um, they pour some wine into a goblet, mm-hmm. and then they cut their fingers and they put the blood Wait, into the goblet. No, they had the knife first, right? Yeah, they were cutting the... No, 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 wasn't it the knife you don't enter this circle or whatever? Was that before that? I think so. It would have to be because they were called, they were making their circle. Yeah, because so then she's like, you would be better to fall upon this knife than enter this circle with fear. Mm-hmm. How do you enter this circle? And then she's like, yeah, because that's very accurate too. With perfect love and perfect trust. I have written those words into so many spells over the years that I've done because that's how you do everything gotcha. in perfect love and perfect trust. That's what keeps your intent pure gotcha. in your spell work. Um, it's part of invocations. It's part of everything because mm-hmm. you're trying to make sure I'm keeping this as pure as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it all white. You know, mm-hmm. I'm keeping it all on straight and narrow. So um, you do everything in perfect love and perfect and trust. And then, then they kiss each other? Yes. So, but only Nev Campbell and, and they kissed on the lips. Rachel so like, True kissed themselves on the lips. The other ones were on, like on the cheek. So with like, oh girl, with that is you think that was just like I don't was that part of the invocation or was that I don't part know. of the um, or do you think it was just girls being girls? No, I think well no, <laughs> it could just want to have. There's a lot of stuff open to interpretation. Like it'll say like greet each other mm-hmm. you can shake hands or kiss or hug or do whatever um a lot of really high-end wiccans mm-hmm. have songs in their ceremonies and dancing and all kinds of stuff <coughs> i never really got into the theatrics because i never thought it was absolutely necessary mm-hmm. and it just felt weird mm-hmm. um so i never did any of that but everything's open to interpretation like you read it as greet everyone in the circle or you know address everyone in the circle or whatever so that might have been just what it was about to i think sensei. they just did it for the sake of the movie so you could see the girls kissing each other gotcha so then they get the blood in the wine it's the first thing in this movie that was magically related that i disagree with there's a big huge goddamn no 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 you don't do that you don't do magical workings with your bodily fluids. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what anybody tells you. That's bad juju. It binds you to whatever you're working with to do that ritual, and you do not want that at so, all. So with with her being a part of the covenant, wouldn't that aren't they binding themselves to each other? That's supposed to be what they were doing in the movie. Okay, but fuck that. Gotcha. I wouldn't do that with anybody. Cause, I'm cause, not binding myself on that kind of level with anybody. Because that's when she said, because in the, in the movie she says, you know, in the olden days, if a witch turned on her covenant, she'd she be dies. killed. Yeah, she'd so be killed. that makes sense because, right. okay. But like blood oaths and shit like that, no. Mm-hmm. There's magical working, it's like sex magic, mm-hmm. where you're supposed to use like your, your cum or your semen, or if you're a girl, like your vaginal fluids. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying to draw a partner, like you would 
put that shit on a pendant and then bless the pendant and then give them the pendant to where Dude, here we go don't here do that go. you cannot that is black magic so that is controlling i'm glad it, you bring it up you're not supposed to do that shit that's all that voodoo shit yeah, where the, where the ladies they take their period yep, blood mix it into the man's food mm-hmm. so they can tr- it's the exact same thing mm-hmm. Exa- it's the same shit it's the same shit. don't do that shit if you guys are dabbling in magic, do not use your bodily fluids, especially blood, especially blood, because that is your life force. You are handing your life force and all control of you of yourself over to whatever you're dealing with right in that moment. Sheesh. And you do not want to do that. Mm. Absolutely not. Mm. No. Especially if you're binding yourself to somebody else, don't do that either. I don't give a fuck how close you think you are to them. Don't do it. I've never done that and I will never do it. And I've done I've done uh I've done rituals where you eat the pomegranate seed mm. during Samhain, mm. and the legend is when you share, because you eat the seed and you say, I share with you the seeds of hell, because those are the fruits that grew when Persephone went down into hell, and that's why everything dies, because um, her mom killed everything and said, nothing's going to grow until my daughter comes back from hell. I share with you the seeds of hell. If you believe in hell... Doing that ritual with those seeds, I am bound to you for seven years in hell. We are bound together in hell for seven years, no matter what. I've taken that chance because I don't believe in hell. Mm-hmm. I will not share my blood with anybody. And I've done that ritual four or five times with four or five different people. Damn. So my my hell calendar is a little taken up now. Sorry, guys. Uh, but, you know, if so, you, have, so you got an eternity there, so we'll hook up at some point. So doing but, that does what exactly? It is to... Uh, <laughs> it is to bring on uh, it, it's pretty much bringing on the new year gotcha. and it's new beginnings and it is in honor of pretty much the changing of the seasons and things like that gotcha. it's, it's, it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, metaphorical mm. it's symbolic gotcha. it's, it's all just symbolism so almost like you know communion kind of thing absolutely that's exactly what it's like gotcha but yeah just I just want to say that real quick do not bind yourself by blood to anybody because I don't trust anybody that much. Everybody will turn on you. Contract to Sam Bagonzo. Right? Yes. <laughs> unless unless you're guaranteed to become ghostwriter, then I would do it. If I had an absolute guarantee that I could be ghostwriter, because I was badass. Oh, shit. Penance stare, baby. A miho. All up in your face. The miho. <laughs> Fucking Sam Elliott. Right. <laughs> so now they're passing the goblet around the circle. Mm. And like, I drink with my sisters and I want a pony. You know, they're kind of saying what they want. Right. Um, Rochelle wants some payback on that racist white bitch and mm-hmm. who can blame her. Neff Campbell wants her scars to go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, stupid Robin Tunney still wants Skeet, even though he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. And when Feruza Bulk gets it, she real fast she goes, I want all the powers of my known. And she fucking downs, downs that shit it. real quick. And then the butterflies come out. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, he heard us. He heard us. Because he's you know, a god of nature type of shit. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. I thought that part was beautiful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just thought it was really cool. It kind of gave me the feels a little bit. It gave you butterflies? Yep, they get a rush of <laughs> butterflies. So I'm like, no, he's listening to us. <laughs> so then you find out in the next coming days... Now, Chris is Sarah's bitch. Oh, Skeet Skeet. Good old Skeet. He's a simp now. Mm-hmm. Simp. Following around. Yep. Carrying simp. her books. Carrying her friend's books. Carrying her friend's books. Her friend's friend's books. Mm-hmm. Baby's mama. Baby's <laughs> mama's, mama's mama's. Baby's mama's mama's mama's. 
I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> so now it's slumber party time, and they're hanging out and slumber partying stuff on um, pajamas and shit. Laying on each other's coochies. Yeah. <laughs> they're like all over like, oh. It smells funny. <laughs> so then they end up playing uh, light as a feather, stiff as a board. I've done this before. Has it worked? I didn't shit. It didn't work for us. Who was laying down? We all. So there's probably seven of us, and we've all... I didn't even know this was part of like the craft. Uh-huh. I just remember so my next door neighbors uh, <laughs> they were uh, they were Navajo. So we I remember we would all Navajo. Navajo. Oh. For show. So we oh, would all show. um we would all tell like ghost stories and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So um her name was Brittany. She was like, Hey, we're gonna do light as feather stuff as a board. Uh-huh. We didn't know what that was. Right. And I don't think she knew what that was, you know. But, you know, it wasn't until later on. I was like, oh, shit. We were I was dabbling in some occult shit. Definitely, definitely, definitely doing to, some my, shit. Man, my ass needs to go to church. <laughs> well, in this instance, it's Rochelle that they lay on the floor. Mm-hmm. And they start chanting. And she actually starts floating up in the air. And she's floating there. Mm-hmm. And then Bonnie's mom comes in the room with, like, some towels or something. And she falls. This part was funny. Because she falls. And they all start laughing. And you hear her in the background. Oh, my butt. My butt. <laughs> so my, my thought with this... Um, for for as short as this movie is, mm-hmm. I, I think there could have been. Th- this is just my thought. I think their magic came a little too fast. Like it, it shows yeah, they, up. They definitely got right down to it. It shows up really really quickly. Like right. as soon as they try to do it, they're able to do you it. You know what's funny thing. about that? Since you said that, I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. go off on a tangent. Yeah, here. yeah. You know what I watched right before you got here? What's up? What you watched? The Shining. Okay. I I don't know why I was like I'm gonna watch Shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird. Red round. Red rum, red rum. <laughs> I was thinking in that movie they did the same thing. Like he was normal, mm-hmm. and then he was telling he was crazy, and he was like, "So don't come in here when I'm working. Mm-hmm. You understand that? In other <laughs> words, get the fuck out." <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden he was okay eating breakfast, right. yawning and laughing. Next scene he's crazy already. Like there was no like. Progression they sh- shown something like jumping in him, or he sees something and freaks out like Sam Elliott or mm-hmm. Sam Elliott. Sam, hope. Uh, Sam Neil in uh, I know you meant <laughs> when he saw the the he saw the thing in his iris. Yeah, do mm-hmm. something like. But he was just crazy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna be crazy for a little while. Can you imagine if uh, if Jack Nicholson was your dad, <laughs> like with that kid? He's like, "Come over here and sit on my lap for a minute, son." <laughs> Here's daddy. <laughs> How do you like it here? Do you like it? I feel I feel like you should like it. <laughs> and then the kid's like, "You've never heard us, would you? Who the fuck told you that? Was it your goddamn mother? Did she tell you that? <laughs> no, I promise." <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> and then he grabbed his little fire truck or whatever, and Jack Nicholson was like, where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Tangent. Tangent. <laughs> and scene. And that's No, but, but I, seriously, I felt like there should have been I, at least a... a well, I think that's why they did this montage that comes mm. up next. There's like a montage of the girls bonding... They're hanging out. They're watching Bewitched. Um, they're doing. They show them doing spell work and stuff. Like they're and who knows how long this was. Right. So then here's our BBG moment mm-hmm. for the whole. This is. I'm gonna give you a preview. I'm giving this movie a BBG meter of a three mm-hmm. for this scene. All right. 
they're walking in slow motion, the four girls, and they're playing the music, and they're kind of everybody's moving out of their way, and they're cool now. Their shirts are shorter, they got cooler <laughs> clothes on, makeup, and they're walking in slow motion. And I put Nancy and Rochelle must have been really cold because Perusa Balk and, and uh, Rachel True is it Rachel True? That's Rochelle. Yeah. So what's her name? Uh, True. Uh, uh, Rochelle. Roche oh no 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 yeah, yeah, Rachel, it's yeah it's Rochelle. Rochelle and Nancy, mm -hmm. but the actress's name is is it Rachel? True, true? yeah, it's true. It's uh, yeah, Rachel True. They're walking out front, mm -hmm. and them nips is hard. Oh, it's, it's a little ooh. nipply out. It's a little nip nip. And uh, yeah, and it's in slow motion. I remember when I when I watched this on VHS for the first time back in the day when I was like. What was I in 96? I was 21 years old. No, I don't rewind that back real Dude, quick. Dude, I rewound that scene back like three times. Let's <laughs> watch that again. Ooh. A little pause right there. Pause and toss. Anyway. Feruza. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, they're kind of showing their change. That's kind mm -hmm. of their change right there. So um, now um, Sarah's walking by the white racist chick and she... Snaps a little bit of her hair. Mm -hmm. And like, oh shit, some shit's about to go down. Because you know, all you need is a piece of, you know. Dude, some... you get that hair or a nail trimming or, oh, oh dude, anything off their body. I would like, assume anything, yeah. Like a nail person. trimming, some hair, an eyelash, even um something like teardrop? Lip, lipstick, teardrop, mm -hmm. lipstick because it touched their lips. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. anything like that. You think that's why R. Kelly pisses on people? Oh, my God. He's doing some magic. <laughs> Golden magic. There you go. <laughs> Golden. <clears throat> Man. That's come up quite a bit. I don't know why. Huh? Is he in any movies? No. Uh, well, not Hollywood movies. <laughs> He's been in some videos. <laughs> some VHSs. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right? So, anyway, that the blonde, she's like, ow! And she goes, oh, I thought you had something in your hair. I thought it was a bug. A bug or something. Sorry. And she's like, bitch! <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm so glad you were going to get yours. You're going to get it. So then... Um, Thinner. Right. <laughs> they're sitting there, and she's weaving it into Rochelle's hair. Mm -hmm. And they're doing some spell work. And... Is that binding her to... Yes. Yes. Okay. Because here's what they said. She goes... I want some crazy shit to happen to her. And she goes, it won't as long as she's nice to you. So they set that spell up so it would only activate if she was mean to Rochelle. Gotcha. So she totally got it, what was coming to her mm -hmm. because it was her she own was, fault. If she had been nice to her, nothing would have happened to she her. Was, she was doing unto others. Right. And it was... So while there... you think that was three times? Three worse? times what? Because remember the... the the magic lady says... Oh, we'll get back to you. We'll get to that okay, in cool, a second. Cool, I don't want to cool, give that away cool, yet. Cool, cool, So, and then while they're doing that, Nancy is rubbing some kind of balm on Bonnie's burn scars. Mm -hmm. But they're doing some spell work, too. That's some kind of magical shit that they made. Because she was saying, uh, I want my scars to be gone. I want my scars to be gone. I want my scars yes. to be gone. I want, you know, Please take my scars. Please yes, take my scars. There we go. Take my scars. Please. Da -da. <laughs> I'm here till Thursday, folks. Try the view. Nancy sucks cocks in hell. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so then um, they're at swim practice, and the girl made some kind of fucking remark to Rochelle or something again. Mm -hmm. And then she got out of the pool with her little headband thing, her head cap thing on, mm -hmm. and she took it off, and her hair was coming out with it. And she's like, oh, my God. And she starts freaking out. 
that her hair is coming out. And then they show uh, Bonnie. Wait, at, well, wait. So first time. She oh, and said then she does that badass, mm-hmm. badass flip off the thing. Because the first and the time teacher's she like, flopped. whoa. Right. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was definitely going to say because it, it's, it's the start. You know, Their confidence contrast. level is way up here. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you that with magical working. That happens. Like, you get totally confident in yourself. Because you have to be. Mm -hmm. Because you can have everything you need to work something. If you don't have the confidence that it's going to work, it's not going to work. Look, Because it's all intent. I tell tell people all the time when they're making my food, make it with love. Right. As as much as I'm saying that as, you know, a joke, I mean it. Because there's sometimes when you add that little touch of love. Well, did you know? Man, it's bomb. Saying grace Mm -hmm. is pagan. Really? That's not a Christian concept. That's pagan. Well, so if I'm not mistaken, because I, I took a world religion Because class. it's called blessing your food. Mm-hmm. And you know why you bless your food? Because somebody might be trying to poison you. Gotcha. And blessing your food, you're putting magic into your food to do away with anything that somebody was trying to do harm, whether it be physical or incorporeal. Like somebody could have cursed your food or did some magical shit to your food to make you sick. You're blessing your food to do away with all that. Makes sense. And that's where we get, oh, let's say grace, let's bless the food. So, in the world religion class that I took, if I'm not mistaken, if my memory serves me correctly, um, going into, you know, we went into, I think, the five or six major religions of mm-hmm. the world. And um, the teacher was saying that Christianity actually started off as a pagan, uh, like the derivatives of Christianity. Almost every is single pagan. thing they do is taken from paganism. Because he was saying that um, uh, the communion. Yep. You're, you're you're saying my b- blood and yep. my body. Um, he said that there was a, there was two different stories. He said that one was uh, a derivative. It, it derived from Thorn Osiris. Uh, there was that, and then Greek. Yep. There was a, um, a a a god of wine. Right. If I'm not mistaken, uh, something like that. But he was saying that um, at one point in time before Christ, there was a almost a pantheon yep. of. Well, and that's the other thing. After your rituals, mm-hmm. you do a communion, but it's just it's a feast and it's a it's breads and cheese and whatever you want to mm-hmm. do and, and ale or wine or whatever you choose to. But it's pretty much communion, mm-hmm. and it's served to you by the the priest and the priestess, um, and it's blessed before it's served to you. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same thing. Um, Easter. Yes. Why do you hide Easter eggs on Easter? What does so, that have to do with Jesus? So they were saying that... Why are there Easter bunny? Right. They were saying that's all pagan because of the goddess... Fertility. Uh, fertility. It's yes. all about fertility. Mm-hmm. It's called Ostara, and that's my goddess's holiday. That's why I love it so much. Gotcha. Um, it's all about fertility because it's when the goddess is going from her maiden stage mm-hmm. into her mother stage because she's being impregnated by the god so he can be born again in summer gotcha. so that's why it's all about fertility because you want the goddess to be impregnated with the god of himself mm-hmm. the god is impregnating her with himself mm-hmm. so that he can be born again in the summer to impregnate her come again. on man mm-hmm. this yeah of course it is it it's, is it's it's christianity mm-hmm. totally um because what happened was and this started every single Catholic mm-hmm. um, saint is a pagan god. It's been taken from something else. And they just changed the name. Because when the pagans came over, I'm sorry, when the Catholics came over mm-hmm. and started going to all these little uh, European villages and stuff, 
First off, it pissed them off because most of the people in charge of the religious stuff were women. Mm -hmm. They couldn't have that. Right. And then they were pagan, and they couldn't have that. So they were tried to convert them to Catholicism to save their souls. Mm -hmm. They just took their gods they were worshiping, their festival god or whatever. Oh, well, now that's St. Matthew, or that's Mm -hmm. St. Peter, or St. Joseph, or whoever. Now it's St. whoever we say it was from the Bible. It made them so they could still worship their gods and be Catholic at the same time, pretty much, is what it did. So my thought is with that, isn't that pretty much saying, you know, at the end of the day, it's all the same thing? It's the same shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. and Because if you go back far enough, it all leads to the same mm-hmm. thing. Worshipping the ground in which we came from. Even though, you Very know. Very earth-based. Even though that, you know, it, their intent was to control... Absolutely. I, I think Which the is the message intent is still of all religion. I think all the religion. message is still, you know, at the end of the day, still the same thing, because it's okay. Well, that's Saint Matthew, and that is, right. you know, the rain god, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just a different definition. Yep. You know, understanding that, you know, of course, I'm trying to convert you to think that yours is less than mine, or and you whatever. have all these wars and, and horrific yeah. things done in the name of God over the years. Mm-hmm. Just to prove that you're right and they're wrong, it's stupid. Yeah, because it's man, right? Like how she said, it's you know, God, man created God. This mm-hmm. goes way back deeper than that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Bonnie was having that skin control, that skin treatment thing done. So now she's going back to the doctor, mm-hmm. and they're seeing if it worked. And like pretty much the old skin's flaking off, and there's like perfect skin underneath it. So then I said, Bonnie comes to school hot. <laughs> oh my god boobies sticking out and makeup and nev campbellish so then and they're all happy everybody's sitting around like oh i'm getting everything i want everybody's happy but nancy mm-hmm. nancy gets up and storms off and they're like what's wrong with her and she goes i don't know she's like doesn't want to be white trash anymore or something and i'm like girl you're white get over it <laughs> it's fucking funny Tell me she didn't need to be in this movie. That's fucking Look, hilarious. The funny thing is, you're dealing with racism, and then you throw a little racism right, right there. Right, right. But understanding, it's like, look, at the end of the day, I don't want to hear shit about you know a white guy telling me something. Oh, you're poor? Yeah. You're white. Yeah, exactly. Get over it. I'm black. I got to deal with that on a total different basis. Right. You're like, oh, next subject. <laughs> no, it's absolutely true. No, I'll just fuck with you. Because it's, there's a difference between... Teasing and racism, I think. There's mm-hmm. a difference between acknowledging someone's differences and outright... Like, racism is, I do not like you because of the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. You know, teasing is like, well, you know... I've de- look, it's 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 putting myself in your shoes. It's like, look here, bitch. Look, I, look try being black for a day. Exactly. Cry exactly. me a river. <laughs> try to be anything for a day that you're not. Cry me a river. Right. Get over it, you know. It's all stupid. <laughs> it's it's all just so ridiculous. But I thought, I felt like that was like funny funny. It was funny. <laughs> so then um real Chris Rockish. <laughs> Nancy goes home and back to her white trash haven. Or should I say DL Hughley? That's definitely DL oh, Hughley. Oh yeah, joke. it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's funny. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> so Nancy goes home and her stepdad is being Uncle Touchy again. Mm-hmm. And she gets all pissed off. And um, the mom like slaps him on the arm or something and he knocks her into the couch. He's like, don't you ever hit me! God damn it! I'm a big man! I'm gonna beat your ass! And then Nancy blows up the kitchen and gives him a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, they find out so he dies he right. has a heart attack he has a grabber 
and then they find out he had a life insurance policy of $175,000. And these two bitches acted like they just hit the lottery for $10 million. They thought they had it. $175,000. Look, I heard the Jackson song. That's not that much money. Now, look. Moving on I'm not saying I wouldn't take it, but it's not a lot of money. No, for sure. Especially not to get no fucking penthouse. That's what I was going to say. So, okay. So, the next thing, they're going to that. And I said, the girls are classy now. And this is when one of them, I think it was, um, it might have been Rochelle. Mm -hmm. It's dressed almost exactly like Ted's daughter in uh, Bill yep. and Ted Face the Music with the little round glasses and the hat. And it was hilarious. So then they're all classy now. They're all dressed all nice. And then Nancy and her mom are in a penthouse. How the fuck? <laughs> that money had to already be gone because they had new For furniture, sure. tack, tacky ass fucking furniture, a fucking jukebox. Juke yeah, so Nancy and her mom are in a high rise apartment, and I put, How the fuck? So the um, fuck? they're still white trash. They're just white trash <laughs> with a little money now. <laughs> and um, My name is Joe Deere Tay. Right? <laughs> and what I wanted to put, but I thought I'd remember to say it, which I did because I didn't write it down. You can take the white trash out of the trailer, but you can't take trailer out of the white trash. <laughs> anyway, so now they go to Nancy's room, and they're doing some more spell work, and they're kind of fucking around, and um, they start messing with glamoring, and uh, Sarah does this thing where she glamours. She goes, can you tell? Can you tell? And they're like, what? She's like, my eyes are brown. They were green before, now they're brown. Like, that's too subtle. It's like... And Nancy's like, you can do that with contacts. <laughs> so then she makes her hair blonde. Mm -hmm. And everybody's like, whoa. And then she shakes it out and it goes brown again. Then everybody's like, make me blonde next. Make me blonde next. That's what Rochelle was saying. Make yeah. me blonde next. Make me blonde. So then um, now we go to uh, Skeet is stalking Sarah now. Mm -hmm. Like out and out, like following around, stalking her. So you can see where all their little spells are starting to backfire. So is so have they talked to the the lady at the shop yet or no? That's the okay. next thing I written down. Cool. Because he's like outside her window. He's like, I didn't need to talk to you. It's three o'clock in the morning. You complete me. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. Wherefore art thou? It hurts so bad when you're not here. <laughs> the funny thing is, we have all felt like that. Some way, shape, form, or fashion, man. I haven't. Fuck out of here. Life ain't nothing but money and bitches. With your black heart ass. <laughs> black, uh, black heart. Yeah. I'm, I'm lying. I'm blue. I'm about that, about blue. that woman over there. Do you know on the bed I can't if even I lie. green, I would die. If I were green, I would die. I'm blue. Die. All right, never mind. All of me <laughs> loves all of you. Oh, my God. Oh, anyway, so now, yeah, uh, they go back to the magic shop. All right. And the lady says there's no good or bad magic. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all the good or bad is in the heart of the witch. Gotcha. And this lays out the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. So she says, whatever you send out comes back in threes. Mm -hmm. This is what we call the rule of three. Okay. Everything you do, good or bad, that you send up will come back to you threefold. That's why you're only supposed to send out good things. Gotcha. You're not supposed to try to do bad things to people. You're not trying to curse anybody or hex anybody or anything like that. Because whatever you do is going to come back. Gotcha. Um, I will tell you a little personal experience. That, that's physics too, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> what goes up Scientist. must come down. But... um. 
we used to call it when you did something that really wasn't on the up and up. Mm. We kind of stole it from Pirates of the, of the Caribbean. We called it taking the black mark. Gotcha. Because you were going to get a black mark and you were going to pay for that shit. Mm-hmm. And I did some shit a few, well, a few been a, a long time ago now. It's been a few years. One of the mo- my most shameful, like I'm not proud of moments in Magic. Mm-hmm. I did some shit that I knew was bad, mm-hmm. that I knew was going to come back bad on me, but I was so pissed off at the time, mm-hmm. I didn't care. And um, it did come back bad on me. It cost me a bunch of friendships, and I still don't care. Do you mind, do you mind going into it or not? I'm not going to go into okay. it, because people that were involved may or may not be listening to this podcast, and it's... Honestly, I've never told a soul. Gotcha. Except that lady laying over there. Gotcha. Is the only one that knows because she knows all my deep dark secrets. I, I've never even told you. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, it was it was bad and it was black and it was dark. It was probably the darkest magic I ever did, and I shouldn't have done it. But I will be honest with you right now in this moment. I'm still not sorry. No, I think you sorry, you, not sorry. You've you've touched. I think you touched on it a, a smidge. But it sounds vague, vague. I may have. Very, very vague. But I think. So I, I put I, a lot of work into it too. That's the sad dude. It was it was some long, like spell work, like seven nights worth of spell work. So type shit. I so, um, kind of touching back on what the lady said about good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's all about the person's intent, right? Right. So this is something I know for certain, and this was one of the the stories I was going to tell on Halloween, um, or you know when we were talking about oh mm-hmm. the exorcism stuff. Okay. So, um. I get a call from a friend of mine. She's like, hey, this person needs you to pray over their house. I'm like, okay. Um, at the time, I was buying cars for the you know the company right. I used to work for. So I, I, I would you know be in certain different areas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just so happens, I'm in the area. So I'm like, okay, I'll pull up. So I pull up. To, we're, on the, we're on the back side of South Mountain. Okay. So where the new... 202 is mm-hmm. so she the, she the her friend lived back there okay. so i pull up and as soon as i pull up I, I i'm like turning around to make sure my my car is facing the right direction right um as you know the traffic flows right so i'm turning around and a lady comes out directly from like across the street or something like that right and just off of oh dang you broke your glasses broke my glasses. Right. just off of the 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 energy that I felt knew it was bad. Okay. From jump, from jump, I just knew it was bad. Very very nosy person. Mm-hmm. Just knew it. So, um, uh, I, I I go inside and I'm I'm talking to my friend's friend, and I'm like, you got to give me some backstory on what's going on. You know, um, what's what's up? You know. So she starts telling me, you know, stuff moves. You know, we'll be upstairs. Right. We hear stuff downstairs. You know, um, as I'm saying, I get goosebumps. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, you know, this is all supernatural stuff. Yeah. So she's like, um, you know, uh, I, I told her, I was like, hey, you know, I, I asked her, I was like, what's, you know, what's up with the lady across the street or, you know, wherever. And she's like, oh, that's so-and-so. And... She said something to me that just rubbed me the wrong way. She was like, this is her block. Oh, shit. This okay. is, she She said, this is her block. And, mm. you know, nothing goes down without 
her say so and without her knowledge. And I'm like, uh, hmm. What do get you get a life? What do you what do you mean by that? Again, I already felt this person's energy was fucked up. Right. You know. So I'm like, okay, well, tell me that more. I was like, has has this lady been here? She's like, yeah, she's been here a couple different times. As I said, I get goosebumps. Right. I'm like, okay, so you know, as soon as she said that, and I and I try to be very very careful of this word, you know, because I understand that there's people define stuff differently. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this lady's a witch. Oh, no, shit. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I said, and every time she's came over here, she's dropped something off and left Ooh, something. Oh, wow. Look, and I said, and I got goosebumps. Yep. You see that? Yep. <laughs> the hairs are standing up because I know for right. for certain, without a shadow of a doubt, she said all of this stuff, you know, and her life started to, you know, skew. Right. And, and not blaming everything on that person, but yeah. she was like, since I've been in this house, everything, she's like from supernatural to, you know, fighting with, you know, my husband, you know, all she's like, everything has been in disarray since we've been here. She's mm-hmm. like, and it started ramping up every time this lady comes over. Oh, shit. Every time this lady comes over, I'm like, yeah, what she's doing is she's leaving something. Right. Every time. I'm, and I and I, I had to tell her, I'm like, look, you have to be careful with. Which is surprisingly easy to do. Oh, too. yes. Oh, oh, it Absolutely is. It is. And it, it goes back to us having the conversation about um, your friend taking something from. Oh, yeah, from the res. Yeah. You don't even have to be a hardcore practitioner to do that kind mm-hmm. of shit. It's so easy. Yeah. So understanding that, it's the same thing. It's like you're you're leaving shit, places that you shouldn't be leaving stuff. You're touching stuff that you shouldn't be touching. Right. You know, it's, of course, it's easy for me to, you know, spiritually muck up your place. Because I can just leave, I'm leaving my trash here. Yep. And my intention is to do that. And if you know how to move energy, you know how to dump it too. Oh, yeah. And to be honest, it was heavy. It was. It was. If, if I'm. And that's how she kept her iron grip on the neighborhood. My, my, and, and look, I got goosebumps again because I know what I know. Right. If I'm not mistaken, there was three things that she left. And it was, it was as simple as it's a rock. It's, you know, it's something from her place. Yep. There, which is, I mean, almost adjacent from her house. Right. But she was very, very fixated on my friend's friend. It was, it was, it was weird because, again, the intent was to disrupt their right. home, their peace, whatever the case is. Man, it was, it was nasty. Like, it, like, even talking about it, I have this pity feeling in my stomach, yep. you know, because it was that person's intent was malicious you know it was it was it was it was maliciously done you know and it was to a point to where if i wasn't the person that i was you know that i am you know even then i think her life would still possibly be in disarray like that's that's what's fucked up because you don't know this lady from anything, but she's coming over here fucking And I you. bet that lady that's doing it is the most miserable person. Oh, yeah. Because all that shit's coming back to oh, her. Oh, yeah. She doesn't even know it. Oh, yeah. She doesn't realize she's the cause of her own misery. Yes, yes. It's sad. It is, it is the, you know, it is sad. And again, I try, I try to be, especially understanding that, you know, my, us having a conversation and, and my eyes being open to. Right. Um, other people's practices and stuff. So I try to be very careful when I say witch. Yeah. You know, but in this in this instant, she was, you know, 
card carrying. Oh, she was she 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 was bad. That's funny. Yes. Wow. So where were we? Um, oh, Nancy finds a book on invocation in mm-hmm. the magic shop. So what is that? And she actually buys it. Because mm-hmm. Invo- she, she sees the thunder yeah. in, in the book when she yep. flipped the pages. Invocation is... Remember we talked about summoning. You don't want to summon anything. Mm-hmm. An invocation is an invite. Okay. Like, hey, Roman, you want to come hang out with me? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but you're doing it on a spiritual level. We invite you to come be with us. Um, yes, Dracula, you can come in. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, we invoke thee, we invoke thee, we invoke thee. We're in, pretty much, we're calling you. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yeah, we're calling you. That's that's <laughs> an invocation. A summons is, get your ass over here now. An invocation is, hey, you want to hang out? You know. Gotcha. Um, wait, wait, okay, wait, 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 wait. Give me a sec. So, because I, I remember we had the conversation on one of the podcasts. You saying summoning, so you never summon something because no things don't like to be summoned. I can be, you know, fucking cleaning my toilet, and you summon me, you know, to do right. your task. Right. You know, that's your ass kind of thing. Correct. Right? So this is me saying, hey, I'm having light drinks and hors d'oeuvres. You know, pretty do you, much. Do you oh, do you mind? Do you mind stopping by, kind of thing? Pretty much. So yeah. it, so is it one of those things to where, um. Does the, I'm going to say entity, you know, for lack of a better term. Okay. Um, does it have the ability to say yes or no? Yeah, it don't have to show up. Okay. Absolutely, it has no. Okay. It doesn't have to show up. But, but summoned. But you're saying, I'm inviting you to dwell with me. But summoned is something totally different. Summoned is, it's coming whether it wants to or not. Gotcha. You don't want that. Okay. So then um, she buys the book. Mm-hmm. And then they go to the beach, and that's when they're on the beach, and they do the invocation. They're calling the quarters. I put very cool because these are almost the exact quarters I used to call. Mm-hmm. Not exactly, but but north, south, east, west. North, yeah. The um, guardians of the watchtowers of the east. Yeah, all of that. That's how we call our quarters. So, so if you don't mind, can you walk me through that a little bit? What is earth, wind, fire, and air? Mm-hmm. Um, it is the four elements, mm-hmm. which is what you work with. Mm-hmm. It's also what the astrological signs yep. are based on. You're a fire sign, an earth sign, a water sign, or an air sign. I'm an air sign. And that's why we get along, because I'm a fire sign. Gotcha. You stoke me. I stoke like your you fire. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, they all coincide with the directions. Mm. Um, we used to put um, different colored candles for each direction. That first ceremony i went to that we did for sawing mm-hmm. they used pumpkins for their quarters and i thought that was the coolest thing ever they had four pumpkins set out in their quarters and they had each girl standing with the pumpkin calling the quarters which i thought was totally it was badass gotcha um but it's basically making a circle mm-hmm. and that's your magical circle that you're doing all your magical working in you're doing your ritual in there mm-hmm. you're doing all your magical works and everything in there that you're going to be doing if you're involved in the ritual or you want to be part of the ritual, you have to be inside the circle. There can be other people there that can be outside the circle. Mm-hmm. But once that circle is closed, no one comes in, no one goes out. You cannot break the circle once you've set it. And that's why after you do your ritual, your ceremony, mm-hmm. you call the quarters again, but you call them backwards. And instead of inviting them now, you're telling them, Guardians of the Watchtowers of the East, thank you for being with us. Thank you for blessing us with your presence. Stay if you can. Stay if you will. Go if you must. But we bid thee farewell. And you're releasing them. You're letting it go. You're open. And then you make the announcement at the beginning. The circle is now closed. Telling people, 
cannot come in, you cannot come out. If you have children there, you have to be very careful that you're watching your kids. Mm -hmm. Your kid's not breaking the circle. When you release the circle after you do the quarters backwards, you tell them the circle is now open. Anyone that wishes to abide here and can. Like you can come in. That's where our food and drink is. Now we're going to say the blessing over the food and the drink, and we're all going to party now. So, just so just so I can you know piece stuff together for myself. Um, when you're inviting mm. the invocation. Or, yes. It, it, yeah. Pretty okay. much. So you invite them, and is that giving them a place to I'm going to say like beam into kind of thing it's almost like plugging in a battery okay they're there to add to the energy of your magical work and to make it more potent okay and depending on what you're doing there's different things you can call Mm -hmm. some people call dragon quarters Mm -hmm. they're calling the names of dragons some people call fairies some people call angels some people call demons what Mm -hmm. you call demons like Mm -hmm. um beings from like the lower key Mm -hmm. some people do that i was told though once um so wait 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 so once you do that then you're saying you know whatever magic work you're doing they're just there to help yes presence or um so but in this case they were invoking a specific deity Mm -hmm. for the purpose of asking it for something or to worship it gotcha which is a little bit different Mm. But I was once told um, by something that wasn't human to never, ever, fucking ever mm. call quarters with those lower key entities. Don't ever do it. And I've never done it because I took it to heart and I was never going to take the chance. Right. So. Right. <laughs> so then um, this is cool because they call their quarters and then the lightning starts hitting the water. But you notice when Rochelle... when. Nancy's doing it. She's like, come into me. And like, us. Oh, yeah, come into us. Right. You know. And then the lightning starts hitting the water and all. Everything happens. They all pass out. So then um, I I wrote down. This was weird to me. Rochelle has a Nemo fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and that's for water. Right. Bonnie has a butterfly, which I assumed was for wind. But Sarah has a bird, which would also be wind. There was no... Fire, fire representative because nancy had a snake, snake which was representative of earth. earth there was i don't know if that certain bird had something to do with fire or, i don't know i promise you when but i it looked, freaked me out when i, I, I thought didn't get it. when i thought of all four of the elements as well i was like okay nemo fish water yeah i was like okay butterfly and and yeah and and i'm bird. wondering if maybe they did it that way to to fuck it up on purpose gotcha so they wouldn't have like the elements usually the, the fire the fire person would be carrying something red or a torch or a candle or something signifying fire mm-hmm. yeah I, that, and that <laughs> makes sense too because it, it then allows so because when i used to do it it was the candle colors that we used we did red for fire mm-hmm. we did brown for earth mm-hmm. blue for water yellow for air gotcha those were our, and then there were always six candles because there were your four quarters then there was a silver candle for the goddess and a gold candle for the god. Gotcha. And you would invite them and welcome them last. And then after you did that, you would say the circle is now closed. So um, with closing the circle, that then does what? That seals the magic Seals working? the magic in where you want it. Okay. So if you're blessing something or you're 
praying over somebody or doing a ritual for someone and they're in the, it keeps it all contained to where gotcha. you want it. But I've had people tell me that when you release the circle, you can physically feel the energy spread out. Dissipate. That's dope. Depending on how strong the magic was inside the circle. And the cool thing is you don't have to be out in a field or on the beach. Or yeah, you yeah. could do it. We could do it right here on the table and make it this big. Your magical circle can be as big as it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It just depends on what you're doing. It's very, very workable. That's gotcha. why I like it. So then the ritual is started and the quarters are called. Mano is invoked. And then they see... Um, the sea looks like the picture in the book. Mm-hmm. It was really cool with the lightning and everything. So then Nancy gets struck by lightning because she's calling on Mano. Right. So then they wake up the next morning and Nancy's fucking walking on water. And um, she's flipping out. Yep. He's and in then, me. He's in me. Right. And then um, the beach is full of dead sharks. Mm-hmm. And then Nancy's like, he's in me. He's in me. And I'm like, yeah, baby. <laughs> and then... um. So now they're, uh, oh, so yeah. She was like, those are my gifts, or These are my gifts, yeah. He gifted these to me, and there was just dead sharks strolling up and down the beach. And that was cool, because she walked up that great white, and that thing was like 30 feet long. It was freaking crazy. Um, so then, uh, now they're driving in a car, and Nancy's making all the lights turn green. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of conceited now, you can tell, except for Sarah. And they're like, Bonnie, what happened to you? You used to be nice, and now you're just a, a narcissist. And she's mm-hmm. like, I spent most of my life being a monster. Excuse me for liking the way I look. Eh. And then they're all being kind of crazy. And then Nancy's turning all the lights green, but then the last one doesn't turn, yeah. and they almost get into an accident. So the one before that, you hear the car in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's only turning their light green. Like, the other one's not turning red. You know, she's fucking it up. So then the next day at school... Oh, and then Nancy tells her, oh, if you want out of the circle, just say so. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I didn't say that. She's like, why does that always have to be the first thing? <laughs> right. Why Why is that always? Because Nancy's a little bit jealous. The fuck it. a little jealous. You can mm-hmm. see from, you can see, you know, it, it's foreshadowed when she doesn't say hi to her the first time. Right. Because she's the fourth. Yep. You know, and she's a narcissist because even when she said, when, um, what's her name, said something about reading the almanac. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, it's just my period kind of thing. Oh, that's yeah. right. You're you right. Know? So, yeah, she's very a narcissistic person. That is yep. definitely her. So, the next day at school, the racist girl is bald. She's mm-hmm. sitting in the shower crying. It won't stop falling. <laughs> and um, Rochelle feels kind of bad for her, mm-hmm. which I think speaks volumes about her. Because she wasn't like, that's what you get, bitch. Right. She's like that chick on Medea. At least not in this moment. Because <laughs> she... <laughs> oh, no. She, uh, Byron. Byron. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Byron. <laughs> so funny. Ugh. So then... um, <laughs> When she... Did you notice this? When she's standing by the mirror, she turns her head and her reflection's a half a second behind her. Oh, I didn't. When she's standing in the bathroom... Her reflection is next to her she's standing by a mirror, and she feels bad, and she looks over, and half a second later, her reflection turns its head. Oh, I, I did yeah, not see it. Yeah, it was very Dracula-like. Nice. So then uh, Skeet's freaking out on the phone with Sarah. Mm-hmm. I gotta see you, I gotta see you. So then they're on a date now, 
And she's like, I'll, I'll meet you tomorrow. Yeah, and they're in the car, and she's trying to tell him about her problems. He's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I totally feel that way. Uh-huh. Stranded uh-huh. at the driving. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then she's like, do you know what I'm saying? He's like, uh-huh. And like he's totally not listening. He's just agreeing with everything she says. And then he gets all rapey, and he chases her away from the car and like tries to rape her. And Sandy! She, yeah, <laughs> and she like knees him in the balls. So then she runs to Rochelle's house, and then Nancy and Bonnie are there too, and she's telling them what happened, and Nancy's all pissed off, and she's going to go get even. So then uh, Nancy's like, I'm going to go play. And they're like, oh, shit. So then Nancy shows up at the house party that Skeet's at, and she takes him upstairs and tries to get frisky with him. And he's like, no, you said Sarah was going to be up here. I just want to look Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. No time is a good time for goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so then she glamours herself to look like Sarah. Mm-hmm. And then they get it on. You think they get it on? Dude, he was fucking her when she walked in oh, later they, on. Weren't yeah. they kissing? She was- Dude, he was fucking humping her. and like They were doing it. Okay, so the other three show up in a cab, mm-hmm. and they're looking for you know uh, Nancy. I'm assuming in the new one they they it was an Uber. Probably yeah, Uber product placement. You know, yep. Lyft. Lyft. <laughs> and then Rochelle runs into the racist girl who's now wearing a wig, and she's like, "Hi, how are you? It's good to see." You. Like she's trying to be nice now, mm-hmm. and Rochelle's like, "Bitch, please." See, that's why I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like her, her, her demeanor is up and down it's yes, weird right she's kind of just following what everybody else is doing right so then sarah walks in on nancy and skeet getting it on skeet skeeting right <laughs> and uh he freaks out when he sees her and he's like whoa and then nancy goes back to nancy and he's like you're a witch and he's like and she's like so so and then she goes into full witch mode and she's floating through the air and screaming at him like oh with her toes so cool her fucking toes are scooting across the floor and she's like you don't even exist to me you're nothing and then she blows him out the window like fucking actually knocks him out the window she doesn't blow him out the window she did that already but um she knocks him out the window (laughs) and he did he lands on the concrete with his head turned around Oh, that was that no, was, no, no, no. Oh, that was Father Karras. Yeah. yeah. Or, no, that <laughs> no. was uh, the drunk director guy. There we go. You German he, bastard. He, he said, you cunt. <laughs> you do you know what she's done? Your cunting daughter. There it is. <laughs> anyway, so now Sarah's at home with her dad, and she's crying. She's like, it's all my fault, yeah. Where's my stepmom? I haven't seen her since the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Shouldn't she be in here talking to me about boys? <laughs> just get the fuck out. Right. And he's like, just get out, Dad. Don't touch me. Just Everything leave. I touch just turns Everything into I ass. Touch. It's fucked. It's <laughs> fucked. So then um, he leaves. And I said, Sarah's at home. And she's sad. <laughs> and then Sarah, you see, she's got a picture of Nancy. And she's binding it. Mm-hmm. This is also very accurate because this is exactly how you do a binding spell. You take your ribbon. You don't even have to have a picture. You can write a name down on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. You fold the name seven times or you fold the picture seven times. And you wrap the ribbon around 21 times and you say the same thing. Because three times. The, every, the time you ra- yep, every time you wrap it around. Mm-hmm. I bind, Like in this movie, she was like, I bind you from hurting yourself or others. 
I bind you for yourself for others. Rap. I bind you for yourself for others. Rap. Every time you rap it, you say it again. Mm-hmm. You can also use twine or string or yarn or anything. But it's actually, it's physically binding. <laughs> yes. And then you bury it. And if you really want to get fucked up with it, you burn it and then bury it. So what does that do? Does that, that means that the, the binding can't be undone if you burn it? Or? No, I think any binding can be undone gotcha. somehow. But the burning it is really like... Burying it is putting it in the earth and you're adding the energy of the earth to your spell. Burning it is adding the power of fire, which fire is really, really a major, like, strong element. Mm-hmm. And then you bury the ashes. That's some real fucked up, like, I hate you, I fucking hate you shit. I'm going to burn it and bury the ashes. That is fucked up. Like, you're really... The shit that I did when I was done, I burned it and I buried the ashes. Like, it's it's some really fucked up, like, fuck you shit when you do that. Um, usually, you just put it in a box or you mm-hmm. bury it or you just do something with it. Gotcha. Um, so then, Sarah has a nightmare of the three girls flying in their window, in her window to come get her. Look, this is... I love that scene. Look, I know I why. absolutely of love course. it. Of I, course. I, clearly, it is... It is like a, a take, or an, I would assume an homage to um, your favorite movie, Lost Boys. Yes, it is very. It is very Lost Boys. It is very Lost Boys. Around. Yes. But I was thinking, ladies, ladies, there's plenty of Jasperino to go around. <laughs> anyway, yeah, when they come flying in the window, that's so cool. Yes. So then um, they corner her at school in the bathroom, and they're like, "That's when they were saying." You're going to leave the circle. And she goes, why do you keep saying that? And she goes, I can read your mind. She's like, I got it all in here. And she's like pointing at her head. We're connected. And she's like, but you know, back in the day, if you were going to leave the circle, they killed you. Mm-hmm. And she the goes, covenant. Yep. And then she, the, yeah, the coven. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, and stop doing spell work on me. Like she knew. Mm-hmm. And that you can tell. If someone's doing magic against you, you can feel it. Oh, yeah. Um, I went through some shit with the lady that, mentored me for a while Mm -hmm. like she was throwing some nasty shit my way that we had to do some other shit about but yeah you can definitely tell when something's wrong with you and it's magically wrong with you you can tell a friend of mine um said that this is out there Mm -hmm. like legitimately out there um she said if i'm not mistaken what's the difference between a succubus and an incubus One's male, one's female. Okay, so... Incubus is male, succubus is female. Gotcha. So, someone was using her name Mm -hmm. as they were masturbating. Oh, shit. And every time they did, Uh one of, you know, I... One of the entities would show up. Whoa. And fondle. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Totally believable, though. Oh, you, look, I say I got goosebumps. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so it, it was to the point to where she asked her pastor, she's like, look, this is going on. I have a feeling, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. He says, what you do is you tell that person, stop saying my name. Right. Stop. Say my name, say my name. You know, if <laughs> sorry, if no, 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 <laughs> but it, it goes back to the like the conversation we had about yeah, you not telling everybody, pulling up an incubus, you telling you know people your name, yeah, exactly, having power yep. over you like that. And she said, she called the person, the person was like dumbfounded, like, oh, uh, uh, I didn't put no binding spell on you, kind right, of right. you know, shit. And she said, from then on, 
nothing else. Nice. It's like, wow, understanding, you know, that person's name has power. And then, you know, your intentions yep. in that. I was like, oh, goodness gracious. Right. Woo. Bad juju. And then, so then this is the important part. Mm-hmm. Rochelle pretty much tells her that they really were in her dream when they flew in the window. That was mm-hmm. really them. And that's cool because dream walking is something I used to be able to Ooh. do. Um, I'm kind of scared of that. I'm not even going to lie. It's actually, it's a lot of fun, actually. When so, you set it up with somebody and you're like, all right, we're going to meet tonight and do some shit or whatever, like, and you actually do it, it's really cool. And then you talk to them about it mm-hmm. and you both remember the same shit. It's really fucking awesome. Like, wow. yeah, it's it's really cool. Mm. But that's like, yeah, there's no, I couldn't do that now if I tried because mm-hmm. I haven't. You lose that as you don't practice. Of course. You know. So the the saying is, and and the more and more that I've become open to, you know, just everything, you know, spiritually, whatever. Um, the the saying always runs in the back of my head: if you don't use it, you lose it. You lose yeah. it. I used to be able to astral project. Really? Yeah. Um, I did it in my sleep a lot, mm-hmm. not meaning to, but. My ex would say, like, yeah, she'd see me walking around the living room, and, and I'd be sleeping next to her, but she'd see me checking on the kids or, like, checking the doors in the house or whatever I was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Got goosebumps. <laughs> and she didn't freak out because she knew it was just me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was kind of cool. So then, anyway, so um, Sarah goes back to the magic shop because now she's freaking out. She's like, they're going to try and kill me, and I don't know what to do. And all through the thing, when they go to the magic shop, there's that big curtain back there. They're like, what's back there? She's like, oh, nothing. Because remember, she stopped her the first yeah, time she tried. That's the first time you, she goes in. She yes. Said. Mm-hmm. So then she goes, come back here. I want to show you. And it's like a little temple with a pentacle on the floor and candles everywhere. And it's kind of cool looking. Um, she lights the one candle and they all light up. Yeah. I think I know that's Hollywood, but it was still tight. That shit was still tight. I know. So then um, she tells her that her mother was a witch, too. And she's very powerful, and she doesn't believe her. And then she goes, you need to invoke Manon. Mm-hmm. And she starts to do it, and everything in the magic shop, like, blows off. And she's like, oh, it's Nancy. I got to go. I got to go. I can't stay here. So she runs home. <laughs> and then the shop, like, it's all rumbly and everything. So she runs home, and she gets home, and Nancy calls her on the phone. She's like, hey. Your dad and your stepmom took off back to San Francisco. I guess they thought you ran away. And she looks down in the phone book, and there's like a date and a time and a flight number written. And then she goes, hey, do you hear what happened? It's all over the news. And she turns on the TV, and that plane had crashed, and everybody on it died. And she's like, no. It's Uh, real. She goes like this. No. It was real Final Destination like. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so then all the lights go out, and there's like snakes and lizards and bugs and rats and shit everywhere, scorpions and spiders and any kind of gross thing you can think of coming out of all the pipes, out of the floor, out of the vents, out of everything. So she's running through the house and she's freaking out and she hides in the shower, and then Nancy is there all of a sudden. She's like, "What are you doing? Getting ready to kill yourself?" It's about time. You're pathetic. Why don't you get to it? And she turns the shower on for her so she can cut her wrists. It's like, damn. <laughs> and then um, 
all of a sudden she comes out of the shower and everything's normal again. Like the toilet's not overflowing with bugs. Mm-hmm. Everything's clean. Like there's not shit everywhere. So she realized it was just a glamour. They were fucking with her. So she goes in the living room and the three girls are there and they're all fucking levitating, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And they're all spelling her to kill herself. They're like, do it now, do it now. I can't remember what they were saying. It was like, uh, yeah, I don't, shit, I don't remember. You know, either. slit your wrist, slit your wrist, slit, do it, do it. <laughs> Down the road, not across the street. <laughs> so then um, Nancy comes up and, oh, a suicide note appears. Mm hmm. And she goes, I didn't write that. She goes, it doesn't matter. It's your handwriting. And, and your goes, blood's on it. And your blood's on it. And she slits her wrist. And she's like, it's just a glam. And she goes, oh, yeah? Oh, why are you still bleeding? <laughs> and she's like, oh, no. And she freaks out. And she runs upstairs. And she sees her mom's picture. And her mom's picture starts moving, like talking to her. And she starts to uh, invoke Mano again, mm-hmm. the spirit. And she's like, I invoke you, I invoke you, I invoke you. So then um, Bonnie and Rochelle get sent upstairs to check on her to make sure she killed herself. And she makes them see themselves in the mirror. Threefold. And Bonnie's all fucking burned and Rochelle's hair is all falling out. They're like, it came back threefold. And they go running out of the house scared. Because she says, because when she's doing it, she says three times. Right, right. She says, you know, so that was why it was so bad. You right. Know? So then... Um, now, Sarah's mom's helping her. She's, like, talking to her like, Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. you can do this, Luke. Use the force. So then she's invoking Mano, and then the window flies open, and um, storm clouds are everywhere, and her wounds start healing. And then they do this real cool thing where all the pictures on the wall are the storm clouds the storm now, and they're moving, and it's really cool looking, so they look like little windows. So then Nancy's coming for Sarah. And Nancy still is kind of acting kind of badass. And Sarah comes out. Of, and, oh, Nancy's looking around for it. She can't find her. Mm-hmm. And her back's to the mirror. And Sarah comes stepping out of the mirror. It was so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, that shit was badass. And then all of a sudden, that's when Nancy's like, oh, fuck, what's going on here? So she tells her, I invoke Mano. He's got a message for you. You're in deep shit. He said, you abused the power that he gave you, and now you have to pay. And she's like, no. So then... <laughs> that's when she starts getting covered in bugs. And mm-hmm. she's like, what's going on? Ah! So then after it goes away, she realizes it was a glamour. She starts apologizing. It's like, Sarah, look, things got out of control. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. So then Sarah starts to bind her again. Mm-hmm. And Nancy loses her shit. Pulls that athame out of nowhere. And she's like, ah! And she goes to stab her. And then they start fighting. And it's cool because they're floating on the wall and they're mm-hmm. fighting each other. And then this big ass like exorcist dresser comes sliding down the hallway <laughs> and Nancy jumps out of the way and it looks like it switch, squishes Sarah. So then Nancy moves the dresser and like she's moving stuff out of the way looking for Sarah, but only her clothes are laying there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, she's running around there somewhere naked. Just kidding. So then she's naked. Nancy lifts the knife and she's going to stab the clothes because she kind of knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Just then Sarah materializes back into her clothes. And her head came out of the wall. Yeah, that, that was fucking cool. And she reels back and kicks Nancy all the way down the hallway into a mirror. Double kick. And it breaks and she falls. So now it's like a new day. And you got to think it's probably a couple weeks later, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think it's the next day because, you know, it just doesn't seem like it's been that soon. 
Like mm. maybe it's been a few days or whatever. <clears throat> so um, she's there and her dad's still alive and you realize, oh, that was all a glamour. Mm. And then um, Bonnie and Rochelle come walking up and pretty much tell her the same thing. Hey, that whole thing with your dad, we're sorry. You know, they're okay now though. It, it was just a glamour, blah, blah, blah. So like, you know, we just thought if you ever wanted to hang out and she goes, and we were wondering like, do you still have any powers? Because we don't. That's she, what they said they didn't have any powers? Yeah. Okay. And she doesn't answer them. Mm-hmm. So she goes, well, if you ever want to hang out, she goes, yeah. Pretty much she was like, don't call me, I'll call you. And she goes to walk away, and, and Rochelle all snooty goes, I knew she didn't have any powers. And uh, Sarah turns around and pulls The weather like a, starts to change. Pulls a fucking storm. <laughs> right. Shit starts blowing around, and a big old branch falls in front of them. No, and they're like, Thunderbolt hits it. Uh, like, yeah, the lightning <laughs> hits it, and then the branch falls in front of them, and they're like, eek! And they go running away, and she's like, be careful. You don't want to end up like Nancy. So then we find out what happened to Nancy. Um, Nancy's in like a padded room in a bed, all in white, and she's like strapped down, and she's writhing around going, eh, I had powers. I could fly. I could fly. Here we, here we go. Here we go. Master, right. come for me. Master. Right. And she's like, <laughs> I believe I can fly. <laughs> So then the nurse lady comes in and she gives her a shot. And he's like, no, no. Uh, uh, uh. He's going to come for me. Right. She totally Renfield it <laughs> he out. He was Renfield for and sure. And then they show Nancy all crazy and passing out and then they roll credits. And that, my friends. So the biggest plot hole for me in this cops. whole movie. Because there's a plot hole. Okay. For sure, right. None of them paid threefold. Nancy definitely did. I guess. And so one, so one out of the four. Yeah. So like, because well, if you think about it, there's no, there, there's really no consequences for their actions. Not for necessarily them, because not having powers after having that kind of power is its own consequence. You know what I mean? And it doesn't always come back the same way. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, let's say, uh, I don't know. I want to. I'm jealous of the way you make money, so I make it so you lose your job. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily going to lose my job, mm-hmm. but somewhere along the line, my finances might get affected somehow gotcha. because of it. You know what I mean? Or something as equal to what I felt as my finances Or I get were. sick and can't go to work, so right. I lose money too, like type of thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always come back exactly the same way, but something three times as bad can happen to you. Gotcha. So scale on one to ten, what do you give the movie? To be honest, just I, I think it's a seven. Nice. Um, the funny thing is, as I was driving up, I was like, "Yeah, this movie's a seven. Right. You know, because there's certain things. Um, aesthetically, I love this movie. It yep. is very. It's a very beautiful. It's very nineties. Yeah. It is. You know. It. It is one of those movies that legitimately takes you back. The. You know. The right. soundtrack. You know, just the vibe itself is very California. Yeah. Very nineties. Right. You know. Um, I even chuckled when the when you did the blockbuster thing because yep. that's I totally did that because of this. Yeah, yeah. Sonic. It, it made me. It, the only it thing the soundtrack was missing was Hole. Look, if Hole had been on the soundtrack. Or um, um, uh, fuck, fuck. Uh, you, you could have went Nine Inch Nails. You could have went, right, right. you know, um, 
I can't think of Kurt Cobain. Um, Nirvana. That there was, we go. That was too much for this soundtrack. I, 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 clearly, I was talking about girl power type shit. Because mm-hmm. Juliana Hatfield's on here. A lot of those nineties, like you know what I mean. Grunge. Uh, yeah. But um, I give this movie a nine. Really? I love this movie. I really? absolutely love this movie so much. Um, yeah, and just it lights and it lights something up inside me every time I watch it. It makes me want to pull out my candles and start saying words. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And just yeah, the time period that was my shit. The nineties, like yeah. I said, I was twenty one years old when this movie came out. Um, everything about it is so nostalgic for me. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, yeah, nigh perfect. One of the I things. Nine. One of the things I definitely do, you know, I criticize about this movie is it's a little bitchy. It's a little. It's not too bitchy. Well, it's supposed to be. Right, 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 right. I'm like, so I think they did. I think it's it's a very well balanced movie. This would have been if we had done a, a twofer like we did with uh, Ghost Ship and mm-hmm. Event Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next movie I would have shown would have been Empire Records. Gotcha. Because those quintessential '90s movies, right there, <laughs> boom. But so. uh, but this is this is one of my picks, you know. Yeah. Because to be honest, I love this movie. Like I've I, every time I've watched it, um, it just always takes me back to the, I think the first time I watched it, right. and I couldn't even tell you when that was, because I've seen this movie so many times. I saw it in the theater when it came out. Really? Yeah. And. and to be honest, it's and then I bought it right after it came out on VHS. So I paid like twenty, twenty five bucks for this movie when it came it's out. It's a it's a dope movie that, um, for it to be almost a a spin on Mean Girls, right? You know, it's Mean Girls with. <laughs> I <witchcraft>. remember <laughs> I remember sitting in the movie theater and watching that slow motion walking scene mm. and thinking to myself. I'm buying this tape the day it comes out so I can rewind <laughs> that and watch it again. It's so funny. It's so stupid. Oh, 21-year-old mind, you know what I mean? Of course. But, um, yeah, I love this movie. Um, absolutely. Like, I can't even say much bad about it at all. There's nothing I would change, I don't think. I'm like, I, um, again, my, my only, like, gripes about the movie itself is I wish there was a little more... Um, backstory. Like I would, I I wanted outside of you know her mom dying because she was born. Yeah, right. You know, um, that stuff. Um, just a little more character development. Right. Um, I think it's kind of you know shallow. But to fit it all in, you know, they had to get in, and get the done, and get out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It did what it was supposed to do. Definitely. And this is just me critiquing it because yeah, of you know. I like this movie so much. Right. You know? Right. Like, I wish I could, you know, critique this movie like the way we did Dust Till Dawn, you know? Oh, man. But I'm glad they didn't do any shitty direct-to-movies, you right. know? Right, me too. Because this allows this movie just to stand on its own. Even even when I do, you know, whenever I do watch the remake of it or the reboot or whatever the fuck it's supposed to mm-hmm. be, um, I'm going to try to give it, you know, a fresh eyes. Yeah, I'm going to try that, too. I don't know, but I will try. We will see. That's my commitment. <laughs> Meanwhile, let's commit to what we're watching next time. Nobody has the movie. Up- oh, that's not it. Oh, that was right shit. back to the blockbuster. Oh, shit. I was in the wrong uh... folder. No, that should have been it. There we go. Say no game, Flash. Joe Hellenbeck's a private detective. 
who's run out of luck. If you touch me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> two for two. Told you. Jimmy Dix. I like Chris. Is an ex-quarterback who was thrown out of football. Another tragic tale of wasted youth. You're nobody. Shh. Don't tell anyone. They were trying to clean up their acts. You wreck him. I'll dust him. When they got dragged into the dirty world of sports corruption. So you're gonna bribe some senators to legalize again. Legalize. Sports gambling. Now. Son, we're going to a ball game. They've got one shot. What am I gonna do? Point at the bad guys and shoot! To get the goods. Ah! On the bad guys. This once, I would like to hear you scream. Play some rap music. Sound <laughs> of ideas, man. Take your best shot. If they don't kill each other first. That was a bomb? That had a hell of a factory recall. Bruce Willis, Damon Williams. The last Boy Scout. Danger's my middle name. Mine's Cornelius. Don't tell anybody I kill you. Fucking love Bruce Willis. <laughs> Yo, he is so Bruce Willis in every fucking movie. Touch me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, it, it had to have been either earlier today or yesterday. I kept saying, Punchy, Palooka. <laughs> I ain't your friend, Palooka. <laughs> yeah, Punchy. I heard you, Punchy. <laughs> okay, Chief. All right, pal. <laughs> okay, fuckface. Oh, shit. <laughs> so there you go, The Last Boy Scout. we finally done it. Yeah. A movie you and I are not that familiar with. Yeah. I haven't really seen it all the way through, I don't think. I don't think you have either. Uh, look. It's one of those movies I've seen in passing because it's been on other people's houses. Yep. And I'm like, oh, this movie's cool. I like that movie because I've seen all parts of it. But um, I've never watched it from beginning to end, so yeah. neither of you. Neither have I. So we said in the beginning of this podcast, mm-hmm. months ago, right? it was going to be fun when we came to this movie that neither one of us was really seen. Mm-hmm. Here, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are. So we hope you guys have enjoyed your time with us, hanging out with us, talking about a little magic, a little craft. Damn right. Do some spell work tonight. If you got any questions, I don't really want to... Uh, eh, what the fuck? You got any questions about magical shit? You want to start practicing or, you know, you know I want to do a little something, something here or there? Drop me a line. Mm-hmm. 700tapes at gmail.com. I'll see what we can do. Give you some pointers. I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but it's all intent. Damn right. That's why I love it. So we're going to leave you with this extended mix of How Soon Is Now, which I love. And, uh... This is the 700 Podcast. I'm Jasperino, and on behalf of Mr. Roman Alvarado, the legacy, we will catch you motherfuckers on the flip side. Peace.